0: Hey, everybody. It's Wednesday night, so an all-new edition of Craft Root Sports starting up here in just a minute. Uh, Lots to get to tonight, but let's tell you about the beers that we are drinking. Scott, this week, is drinking High Clouds and Haze from Wiseman Brewing Company out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. 6.3% ABV beer, 3.99 caps on untapped. Uh, This week, we are doing our beers on the scale from... Zero to two, uh, zero to two is, uh, uh, excuse me, two to zero is the correct way to do this scale. Two to zero. I'm sorry, Scott. Uh, Scott, on a scale from, uh, two to zero, where are you ranking your beer?
1: This beer is an enthusiastic zero, not one time in the history of its existence has something happened to it? So we're going with zero. I'm loving this beer so far.
0: Very good. Uh, Drew this week is drinking Water Taxi from Dubco, Destination mm-hmm. Unknown Brewing Company out of Bayshore, New York. 11.3% ABV beer. That means Drew is going to be hammered. 4.07 caps on Untap. Drew, on a scale from two to zero, where's your beer ranking?
2: It's a pretty good beer. Uh, I can't go all the way at zero because I do taste a little bit of peach flavor in here. Uh, no apricot, but a little peach. So I'm going to go ahead and say like 025
0: Apricot,
1: fantastic. Uh, You son of a This
0: week I am drinking Urban Sombrero out of Storm Peak Brewing Company in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. 4.8% ABV beer, 3.55 caps on untapped. And on a scale from 2 to 0, this one's starting off at a 1. There's really nothing special about this one. It's had some issues in the past, uh, but we'll see if it can redeem itself uh, a little bit later on. Also hanging out with us tonight, our intern Cam Cam. unable to drink legally cam you got your water with you on a scale from two to zero where does that water rank actually mike i'm rocking with some organic
3: lemonade tonight so Mm -hmm.
1: organic
3: we're spicing it up a little bit and uh It's pretty fire. I'd have to go with a zero for my scale. It's pretty good. Wait, wait,
1: wait. So since it's organic, does that mean little kids in the neighborhood squeezed it themselves at a stand? Is that where you got it from? Is that organic? Yeah, I drove right down the street, lemonade stand,
2: right right on the corner of my, uh, right on the corner where my house is. That a boy, Cam. Support local, baby. (laughs) Way to do it, Cam. And you smacked those kids and took it for free because it's a life lesson, right?
3: (laughs) Oh, There's no other way to do it. There's no other
2: way to do it.
0: (laughs) Fantastic, Cam. Glad Glad you're here, man. We got a great show uh, let us know below what you're drinking tonight and rate it on a scale from two all the way up to zero on new edition of Craft root sports starting up right now everybody it is wednesday january 13th 2021 so far tonight i don't have any internet issues knock on wood this is craft Root sports i am mike hanging out with me as always is scott scott how you feeling tonight man
1: baby what it do hockey's back
0: (laughs) (laughs) so glad to have you man i'm glad your sport is in session uh drew also with us as always drew how you feeling tonight my man
2: Oh, I'm so excited to be back! Uh, you know, the world is starting to feel a little bit more normal. It's cold outside. Hockey's on TV, and my fantasy team is already trash.
0: Well, there you go. That's uh, typical Drew, right there, uh, sucking at fantasy. Also with us tonight, outside of the virtual speakeasy, our intern Cam. Cam, what's up, buddy? How you doing, man? I'm doing great, Scott. Thanks. Oh, cheese. I'm Mike. I'm Mike. Nice to I'm meet you. Nice. <laughs> I'm already messing
3: up. Nice. Hey! Just
0: go ahead. Just go ahead. Next. 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 He said next. He was like, I'll pass. I'll pass. I'll get that. I'll get you back for that one, Cam. Uh, we have an awesome show for you guys tonight. Listen, there's James Harden news, uh, a trade that shook the NBA. We're going to break down that entire trade. We're going to figure out how it affects every team impacted, the Nets, the Rockets, Cleveland, uh, we've got a, a complete breakdown of wildcard weekend as well as a national championship game. We're going to look ahead to the divisional round. I'm just kidding. We're going to call some people motherfuckers tonight. That's what we're going to do. Motherfucker of the week um, tonight. Uh, we're also going to do that
1: hockey. Scott's going to do that gonna hockey. I'm just going to call you, Scott, all night. That's what I'm going to call
2: gonna <laughs> you. Know what, and you know the best part is, too? we got to give credit where credit is due. Cam has been grinding this last week. <laughs> he, he
1: really has. He and really then opens has. up and, like, yeah.
2: you can tell that was genuine fuck-up.
0: Was
1: yeah, like, that was definitely. try to
2: play it and be like, oh, I'm going to get my. Like like this. No. (laughs) Pure unadulterated comedy right there. Well done. Welcome Uh, like we said earlier, welcome to the family. Yeah.
0: Matt Matt calling out that's a uh that's a power play right there, man. That's a power play, is what you did. Uh, Well done, Cam. Thanks for the the dig right off the bat. Now, we're going to do Motherfucker of the Week uh, tonight. We're also going to do that hockey, uh, and we got Hot Takes Barbecue. We asked some friends over at Belly Up to give us some hot takes on Twitter. Uh, There were some listeners from the show that also chimed in on that, so we're going to do that. Also, Cam is going to lead Upper Deck this week. We got Cam in the driver's seat giving us all the stories this week. Before we get to Upper Deck, though, uh, Scott, why don't you tell the people at home about Boss Man Brands?
1: Uh, sure thanks Scott not a problem Let's give a shout out to our sponsor Boss Man Brand whether you're rocking that crazy quarantine beard like me a tight 5 o'clock shadow or that baby face like Scott our friends over at Boss Man Brand can help you out from supplements to help your beard grow stronger and fuller to beard oils pomades, and conditioners Boss Man Brand's 4 step process will get your beard looking at it's best and even if you don't rock a beard they have razors and lotions to make sure your shave is smooth so Scott head on over to craft fruitsports.com slash beard and use the code SPORTS at checkout to get fifteen percent off your entire order. I'm late on the uh, queue. I'm I'm late on the cue because I'm laughing
0: (laughs) uh, First of all, I thought it was hilarious that you said pomades. That made me laugh that you read pomades instead of pomades. But then Pompades, baby, just to continually call me Scott. That was well done. Uh, All right, let's throw it over to Cam for uh, upper deck. Cam, what you got for our first story this week?
3: Yeah, so I got um, Browns wide receiver Rashard Higgins getting busted for drag racing, and the cop pulls him over. and discovers that he smells like weed and he asks and interrogates him a little bit and discovers that he has a joint in his pocket and the cop asks him to stomp on it and get rid of it because it's bad PR if he gets caught with weed apparently. (laughs) Um, So the cop allegedly tells... Rashard Higgins on the dash cam to stop and throw it in the sewer and he's like he's going on about like how he's like the players are royalty around here in Cleveland and stuff like that considering that this is their first playoff appearance since 2002 and I just thought it was funny because it was on TMZ Sports News and he was obviously trying to keep it on the down low but everything was all recorded on a dash cam. I don't know what you guys think about it. I thought it was really freaking funny.
0: <laughs> I do love that uh that that he Wait. forgot the dash cam was on and just like like I don't I think it's okay that you tell a guy, hey, listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you a ticket for that. just get rid of the weed, it's fine. I have no problem with the cop doing that. But then to like lay it on of like, no guys, come on, it's playoffs. You get you're you're big profile around here. You can't do something like this. Well see see this is this is my problem with
2: this. I give Cam credit earlier in the show for doing hard work and, and really hitting, you know, the pavement to find great stories for us and he brings us shit that's old. Like, come on, Cam, this happened so long ago. Like this isn't news. <laughs>
0: What are you talking what? about? What?
2: Oh, wait, Rashard Higgins. I thought we were talking about Kareem Hunt when this happened. I don't know, like 10 months ago in Cleveland. Like, why are we surprised <laughs> about this? This is how the cops operate up there. Like, it's just standard operating procedure. Pull him over. All right. Do you play for the Browns? Yeah. Okay. Are you a kicker? No. All right, cool. We're just going to let you off easy because you got a game to win. Now, get on out here and be good.
3: Well, no, because he busted him for drag racing along with the uh, O-lineman. I forget what his name was, but they, they got the They only pressed drag racing charges, not possession of of weed. So, I mean, they still charged them, but it just, like, you know, didn't charge them for possession of weed.
0: Let me ask you guys, what level on the team do you have to be before they give you the pass? Like, Drew mentioned kicker, and I think you're right. If you're the kicker on an NFL team, you're getting punish no matter what because they don't care
3: unless you're adam Vinatieri,
0: <laughs> uh, that's a good point yeah Vinatieri could probably get away with it what's the position on the team that you no longer like that's when you start to get the pass like punter you're probably going to get in trouble right oh, uh yeah it, uh, lineman, you're, lineman, you're linemen you're probably going to get in trouble like no
2: no it's even easier mike it's if you're not the kicker punter long snapper and you're on the two deep you're good if you're not on the too deep, then suck a dick, you're going to jail.
1: As long as you're not on the holding team, you're fine. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if that's true because I feel like if
0: you're a lineman, people, I think it's any name that you recognize it's just name recognition period. Right. Dude, like this it's is not,
2: Cleveland. they know every player on the roster, their taxi point. squad, the trainers, like they are up the Browns, butt. <laughs> that's
0: a fair, Drew's point. never
1: been more in, uh, accurate. I know
0: that's drew that's drew coming through with real life. Uh, a hundred percent true statements. Um, that's all right. Good.
1: Did he practice on, uh, Uh, that whole intro though with uh, saying that it was old news because that sounded rehearsed as hell.
0: Yeah, I feel like he's been
2: working on that one for a while. You guys took the first reaction for about 20-30 seconds, so I had a decent chunk of time to prep for it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, my problem with it is that if you're going to get busted on camera giving a guy a pass, then you might as well take a drag. You're just going to have him stomp it out. I mean... That's
2: true. Did we actually see <laughs> like, him throw in the sewer. Pass
1: that over here and then <laughs> kick it in the sewer.
0: Can I tell you a funny story about my uncle who's a state highway patrolman? He pulled somebody uh, over. Ahead, he pulled somebody over, forgot to turn off the dash cam. So then he f- like went to Dunkin' Donuts and parked in a way so that the camera was pointing <laughs> at the windows. So they see him park his car. They see him walk to the door. He walks into Dunkin' Donuts, walks past, like gives everybody a wave, and then goes into the bathroom and proceeds to piss and it's all on record like you can hear the audio of him pissing because he never turned his camera off you hear him flush wash his hands he walks back out and gets a coffee and comes back and realizes his camera's still on the problem was because he had it he had pulled somebody over that tape had to stay in evidence for like however long it's required to stay in <laughs> evidence. Nice. So, so there's a, uh, there was a tape of my uncle going into a Dunkin' Donuts and pissing uh, on his dash cam for whatever the statute is in Ohio. <laughs>
2: and every family uh, gathering afterwards. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Christmas, Easter, that should be playing. <laughs>
0: That's uh, fantastic. Good good first story, Cam. Way to break us off here on Upper Deck. Why don't you give us uh, the next next story? What do you got?
2: Yeah,
3: so Scott. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was great story. It was a, it was a great story, but I thought this one was it was awesome too. So according to ESPN, the Bills running back Tywan Jones gave an awesome playoff surprise to an innocent man who spent 27 years in prison. So Buffalo native named Valentino Dixon was wrongly accused of murder and sentenced to 39 years in prison for a crime he had no involvement in. He got out 12 years early thanks to his lawyer, which is a pretty damn good lawyer if you're getting out 12 years early. And the Bills running back wanted to make sure that he was one of the 6,772 fans in the crowd when the Bills beat the Colts this past Saturday. And he got to witness the Bills' first playoff win since 1992. So I thought that was a phenomenal story. I'm not sure what you guys think.
0: I think that's a good story I also think it's funny that you think he had a good lawyer Despite the fact that this guy went to jail For a crime he didn't commit <laughs> You were like nah, I mean, He got out I mean, He got I mean, out 12 years early for this crime he didn't he's commit a slow, He's a
3: slow out of the gate But he ran up for it by getting
1: <laughs> him out 12 years early I'm just saying he was a little, a little Slow behind the eight ball But I mean he, he figured it out He's a volume guy. You got to get him the ball early and he gets those two and three yard carries out of the way. And then later on, when the defense is tired, he bursts right through the hole.
2: Bursts right through the hole. Well said.
1: Also, I I find it strange that uh, we went from a cop doing something he probably shouldn't have been doing to, uh, you know, the law doing something that they shouldn't have. That's ironic. (laughs) We're
0: trying stick to sports, Scott, stick to sports. Uh, this is a. I I think this is a touching story. This is uh, this is pretty cool. Also the fact that they only allowed a certain number of people in. I think it's pretty cool that uh, Jones did this to, to make sure this guy in, gets in.
2: Uh, it's you know, it's I, solid. I feel like for the future safety of Buffalonians or Buffalo lights, I don't know, whatever they're called. Maybe they should Buffalites. only let a certain amount of people into those games anyways, because if nothing else, that <laughs> means there's going to be a lot less tables broken. <laughs>
3: Did you guys see the uh, fan that jumped on the flaming table after the game?
0: No, somebody jumped on a flaming table after the game?
3: Yeah. yeah, It's a video. Uh, You can find it on the internet, on Twitter and stuff like that. It was was bouncing all over the place, but someone lit a table on fire and someone body slammed him onto the table and both of them caught on fire and they jumped right into the snow.
1: Wait, back up. The internet? (laughs) Yeah. you run that down for me? How's that work? (laughs) i know mike that's crazy (laughs) thank you cam thank you
0: uh that's a good one cam way to way to bring the heartfelt feels uh to upper deck what do you got for another one for us
3: well it's continuing on the trend of uh heartfelt stories i'm not sure what the vibe was for these stories but you said these guys were good these stories were good so i I decided to put them in there so texas guard andrew jones hit a game-winning buzzer beer three years after his cancer diagnosis He was not cancer positive, Scott. Um, (laughs) So he was able to rejoin the team for the 2018 season, but only played in two games and had a few more rounds of chemotherapy remaining. And then in the 2018, 2019 season, he was cleared to play by doctors. And this past this, the ninth, um, he hit the game winning shot against West Virginia. And, fun fact about the story it's three years before the buzzer beer to the day where he was diagnosed originally so that's a really hard heartwarming story in my eyes so damn that's a
0: that's a good one another good heartwarming story the the kid from xavier hit a a shot too uh, colby jones hit a three-pointer to seal the win for xavier and it was like two days after his grandpa passed away so there's just buzzer beaters heartfelt buzzer beaters all week this week i love this um I always feel weird when they start bringing up these stories on like Sports Center, though, because I, I'm a crier now. So as soon as like a story like this happens, I just immediately start bawling like a baby. And I'm like, what am I do? Do you have that now, Scott? Now that you have kids,
1: is that no? Is that just me? I I like actually the sports stories. Thanks for having my back. No, no. I mean, I'm just saying. I was gonna say it was a way, real bitch made for you to throw in the "I'm a real crier now" as if you've never been a crier. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm a crier, but I'm more of a crier when Iron Man dies type guy, not when sports stuff. Whoa! whoa. I mean, whoa! For him, Spoiler God. alert, bro! Spoiler alert! God, come, come on! I, well, I mean, I was just really shaken up and really excited that that dude was cancer negative. So, I mean, just, what just, what, just what, what do you want me to do?
2: We are losing any semblance of street cred we ever had with you two soft-ass motherfuckers over here talking about this. <laughs> the only problem with these types of stories on SportsCenter is when they try to make a buck off these athletes overcoming insurmountable odds. Like, there's nothing worse than I'm going to just stop right there because, you know, we don't want to go viral for the wrong reasons. But, you know, the next time we start talking about crying and... Let me tell you boys, there's only three circumstances when you're allowed to cry, okay? One, your parents die. Two, your dog dies. Three, your blackout drunk. That's it. And if it's not one of those three circumstances, I want to hear shit about you shedding tears. Okay? So, like, Cam, Deck story. Let's move on from this topic before, you know, we lose all these viewers we have.
1: <laughs> what an asshole. Wow. All right, go ahead, Cam. Right. Take right. move. All right, Cam, give us one more. <laughs> all right. Since another old, story. old um, Mookie
0: over there coming in hot with the, the alpha look, male take. I want to hear
2: stories about how your wife had to come in and dab the tears out from mm-hmm. underneath your eyes because the, the Make-A-Wish story
0: came on the 9 a.m. sports
1: Mookie's Sport rules for crying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? Also,
0: how is it like parents' dog, and then you're drunk? Those are the only three times you can cry. Yup. Are you joking? Like, not even like the birth of your kid. Hey, Mike, how often are you drunk? Uh, pretty often. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> so they're not bad rules.
1: <laughs> Well then, fine. Next time I cry, I'm just gonna claim my parents died. Uh, Cam, give why us why one. Why don't
2: you go there instead of claim I'm drunk?
1: <laughs> you Cam. gotta get the sympathy vote, man. Come on, I like you been doing this. Cam, give us
3: one more, man. All right, I'm gonna give you one more, and it's not a feel good story this time, Mookie. So hold hold your hats there. Um, so during a. F- Kid-friendly Nickelodeon broadcast. Things got a little bit on the R-rated side. Um, And before the Bears-Saints game, before halftime of the Bears-Saints game, Chicago special teamer Cordell Patterson dropped an F-bomb and blurted out, what the fuck, while arguing with the refs. (laughs) safe to say the Nickelodeon broadcast team didn't know how to react. (laughs) However, Twitter went berserk. And it was all over Twitter, and the, the kids were just, like, shell-shocked. Like, they'd never heard a swear in their life before. And it was just really, really <laughs> crazy. I thought it was funny. They had, like, the slime end zone. They had Mitchell that Trubisky the... They, they, uh, they had Mitchell Trubisky winning the N- MVP instead of the MVP, and he absolutely blew fat chunks that game, so I'm not really sure why he got the MVP because he only threw one touch. And Nickelodeon, valuable player, I think is what it, what it was. But he was just flat out awful in that game. But also that- I that was a
0: that game brought in 2 million viewers it's the highest rated Nickelodeon program in the last 4 years Uh, they will absolutely be doing this way more often after that and Uh, they completely
1: (laughs) fucked it up because they should have branded this shit Nick at night come on you Uh, idiot come on you missed the valuable opportunity (laughs) then the F-bombs would have been fine they'd be like hey you're watching Nick at night you you (laughs) never know what's gonna happen
2: Wild card.
3: Hold
1: on, real
2: (laughs) quick. Breaking news. Yeah. We've got a we've got a goal in the Chicago Leafs game tonight.
0: Hey, hey, turn that that audio off, bro. I don't need them shutting down the stream. What are you doing, Drew? Okay, first of all, this was a
2: free app on the iTunes Store, so I, know I don't, trust, to this it. No
1: I don't trust it. No one sounded it. like shit.
2: <laughs> <young>. Second, <laughs> second of all, the Canadians are now up three-one in the Maple Leafs in the uh, season opener.
0: Uh, very good. Uh, that sounds fantastic. We're going to do that hockey here all in a I know second. Is
2: we've talked for weeks about getting a, uh, a a hockey air horn on the show, and the producer still has yet to produce. So I had to take matters in my own hands tonight for the opening night of the NHL season.
1: All right. To well, be fair, he didn't know if Scott was going to have more. Technical issues, and we'd have to be sitting there yep. flying. So, oh, all right, you guys are assholes. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the cam, well done.
0: Uh, good job <laughs> running upper deck for the first time, man. You did good, picking well done, those cam. stories. Appreciate you, homie. Uh, upper deck brought to you as always by Bossman Brands. www.craftrootsports.com/slash beard. Uh, get 15% off your entire order. Out. Hey, guys, real quick before we uh, before we get into do that hockey, I just wanted to say tomorrow is a very special day. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this. There's a special birthday tomorrow. That's right, Dave Grohl, yeah. fifty-two years old tomorrow. So shout out Holy Dave Grohl shit. for a happy birthday, Dave Grohl. Really excited.
1: Fifty-two. Yeah. That 50, motherfucker has gotten old in a hurry.
0: Fifty-two, Dave Grohl. Yeah, he's uh, he's still though, right? I he think does he's pretty well. He definitely looks good for fifty-two. Yeah. I wouldn't guess 52. Well,
2: fifty-two as a as a a, a rock and roll musician, right? You know, right. They live hard.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Dude, And that's that's the that reminds. Reminds me about that meme that went around. I think that was in the group, right? Where it was like, "Holy shit, Dave Grohl looks just like the uh, drummer from Nirvana." <laughs> I love that meme. That, I love that. That's fantastic.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. do, also, do we want to ask if Cam knows who these people are? Nope. I'm afraid to. <laughs> nope. Okay, I, moving on. I'm afraid to ask. So let's. Yeah. Let's move it on. Uh, it is time, everybody. For Scott. Hockey, let's do that hockey. Scott, time to do that hockey. Uh, let's hear it for uh, for our man, Scott, who's going to break down all of the uh, uh, updates. Uh, hockey Night in America tonight. It's starting off. Season starts off. What do you got for us tonight, Scott?
1: you goddamn right. Avalanche taking on the Blues. That's all that matters, baby. Let's go. Rush for the cup. Scott, can we talk about uh, your
0: boy Evander Kane?
1: Oh, no, no. Real quick
2: before no, we jump no. there, uh, uh, Scott. Mike, did you hear that that your Lanch are the Stanley Cup favorites at uh, plus five fifty right now. I did. First not of all,
1: I, I believe if you check the tape, I called them as uh, future champs uh, a few months ago. So I'm yeah, just saying now, not, smart. It's not really
3: new. I'll, dig, I'll dig through the archives and, and find that <laughs> clip for us. It,
1: it, it exists, Cam. It, it exists. <laughs> oh, I'm not
3: saying it doesn't exist. I'm just saying that I that I'll that I'll find it.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. So that doesn't shock me one bit. Uh. Yeah.
0: Well, that's great. So talk to me about Evander Kane, man. What happened there? I don't want to talk about Evander
1: Kane. Why do you get to kick a man when he's down, man? I'm just first curious.
0: Th- it's, this is news, man. Tell me the story.
1: First, for months I couldn't remember his name, and now you're bringing up when he's got problems. This is this messed up, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look, all I know is that this actually worked out really well because uh, he slid super deep, and I was able to pick him up in the 14th round and really, based on his stats and output, he should be a, a top five-round pick. So. Is
1: he going <laughs> to play? are you going to go well? broke for gambling in 2021? Like, What the shit is that? <laughs> That's what I'm <laughs> Dude, so, I'm so confused go broke
0: about. For... Yeah. He, he made I...
1: millions. What are you
0: doing, man?
2: He's made upwards but, like, of $50 million million in the NHL. And he is in debt for 28.6 million clams,
0: man. You hear this, Scott? This is somebody that knows their hockey doing that hockey. This is what I was trying to get you to do. I just wanted the details Uh, of the story.
1: Look, I don't need – I know the details. I just wasn't trying to shit on the man's life. But since you're (laughs) trying to drag him through the mud – I don't know the uh, details. I'm trying to find out the details. Uh, okay, so Evander Kane, he's broke. I mean, he's got a gambling problem. Like, it, it's something a lot of Americans struggle with. But uh, isn't this just the natural progression? There's like 10 black people in hockey, and all the other sports have dealt with their, you know, Scotty Pippins and whatnot blowing money on dumb shit. So it's only natural that eventually the first few black dudes that, are, you know, have names are going to be broken hockey. So, I mean, it's just hockey catching up with the rest of the world. So right.
2: Scott, speaking of uh, black people in hockey, you see you starting a net tonight for the uh Black Hawks?
1: Uh I did not.
2: Uh Pat- Patrick's a like your brother.
1: Oh, is he? Good yeah, for
2: him. Yeah, he got the call. He's, he's in the he's in between the pipes tonight, uh, for them I, and the, I, uh, did, I did I did not
1: know that uh I did not know which team he was on. I knew that he was in the NHL, was not sure. Yeah.
2: Where he was. Yeah. Do you remember, because he, he came over from uh, that other team last year. God, where was he the the year before? The, uh, one of your favorite teams from out west. Uh, uh, what's their Las name? Las Vegas?
1: Yeah, that's right. I remember when he was with Las Vegas, but I lost track of him after that.
0: All right, Scott, since, uh, since we're talking out west teams, uh, we had a question from a viewer. Which Western Conference team will finish with the worst record? Chicago, Detroit, LA, or Anaheim? Detroit. Correct answer. (laughs) Detroit will be at the very bottom. That's right, baby. I mean, that was
1: like, I thought this was (laughs) hockey, not softball.
0: (laughs) Hey, all
1: right. Well, let's get a little personal
0: then on this next one for uh, this one also came from a viewer. Uh, So uh, this viewer says the Avalanche are everyone's preseason Stanley Cup favorite, but injuries to their goaltender did them in during last year's playoffs. Do they have the depth in net that they'll need to make a deep playoff run this
1: shortened season? Short answer, yes. Long answer, I mean, you know, if your starter goes down right near the playoffs, you're probably fucked anyway, right? I mean, you know, who's losing their number one and still going to make a run? So as long as everybody stays healthy going in, I-, I like their chances. So I wouldn't have picked them to win if I didn't think that.
3: Fair enough. Really? The, shortened, the shortened season should help them, too, with uh, just like less games in general, less Yeah, less chance to get hurt yeah yeah exactly
2: i like it i was really hoping the long answer was going to be
0: of course yeah yeah i was i was waiting for that too (laughs) next question i was waiting for short answer yes long answer hell yes (laughs) 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 you you really screwed the pooch on that one scott look Uh,
1: man i you know you guys want a hockey expert or do you want me to you know poo poo this and pretend (laughs) like this isn't serious shit
2: (laughs) that's fair that's fair so getting back to real serious hockey here scott so again tampa bay uh they, they just had their their stupid ass banner raising ceremony. A bunch of those punk ass fools got rings. But uh, what I want to know is, is that is the offseason injury news going to hurt their chances of repeating? Or do you think that, again, they have the depth or they really have a, a franchise that can absorb that hit and make it to the playoffs?
1: Look, as many times as Tampa Bay choked it away when they were supposed to win it, the fact that people just gave up on them ever ever doing it and then they finally snuck it in on a COVID short and fucked up year means that they ain't got another chance to do it for a long ass time. So no, Tampa Bay is fucked. So are you are you alleging then that the only reason Tampa
2: Bay won was because the hockey gods knew this would be the team with the shortest time with Lord Stanley's Cup out of the entire history of the trophy?
1: Mm, yes, but also the the hockey gods were like, Jesus Christ, if not now, when? Like, I mean, how many times are they going to go in there with having the best record or, you know, being the hottest team or one of those things and fuck it up? So, you know. Well,
2: you know, you could ask the Bills and the Cubs the same thing.
1: Mm. Uh that's a good point. But see, the Bills and the Cubs never come and never even come into the season as expected to do shit. Tampa Bay always seems to find themselves, you know, number one or two in the conference and then fuck it up in the first or second round. Guys, we gotta we got a
0: couple comments I gotta get to. I'm sorry. I'm over here cracking up at the comment feed. Uh first of all, Jenna, very unhappy. Uh two fuck Tyler Johnsons right in a row. Uh yeah, back he to a back. Bitch. Um and uh, Matt Stanton commenting on the Vander Kane news by saying, "Get your chicken right, Marshawn Lynch," <laughs> which is so good. And then Scott wants to know who can name more. Scott naming black hockey players or Cam naming '90s grunge bands? And I feel like that's a contest we're going to need to set up here next week. Uh, Cam, are you are you up for that next week?
3: Yeah, sure. Sign me up.
0: All right, good. We're gonna have we're gonna have a uh, we'll we'll put a uh, we'll put it to Holy you guys shit. to start naming pressure. these. Yeah, you're gonna have to name. Uh, start studying now, Scott. Also, I'm gonna need somebody to get me the list because I don't. The one I have is outdated. Evander Kane. Hey Google,
2: how many <laughs> black student. hockey players are there in the NHL?
0: <laughs> Three, Three percent. percent. Uh, <laughs> so scott i feel like you got a lot to work with dude here. why is your google
1: uh british what's up with that why uh, you-
2: she's australian thank you very oh, much
1: okay all right very That's, strange that was my other choice i have mine set to irish because i miss mike when he's not here
0: <laughs> <laughs> dude
2: did you know there's a difference between protestant and catholic whiskey
0: yes Bushmills uh is the protestant and uh jameson yeah. is the irish so, besides the name and like ties to the religion, like what's It's makes why them I different? drink
1: Jameson. See, I do miss <laughs> you. In New
0: it's because it's Northern Ireland and, and uh, Ireland. That's why. But, so
2: the, but there's nothing in the actual process of distilling the, no. the whiskey that makes them different.
0: No just, no, that, no.
2: just that one's going to heaven and the other are, you know, goddamn heathens.
0: <laughs> Matt Bar saying quality podca- uh, podcasting. Well, we just waited for Google to answer. <laughs> we did um, all yeah. go silent and just waited for that. Fantastic. I mean, I was
1: very interested. I, do, I very was curious.
0: too. Uh, I'm disappointed that we got a percentage there instead of an, an yeah, actual number. Yeah, that's a little bit of a bummer. All right, Scott, I got a question for you here. Um, so – Okay, how much I'm gonna get this one? Um, who is your early Calder Trophy favorite? Is it Kirill Kaprizov from the Wild? Alexis Lafreniere Alex from the Rangers?
3: Lafreniere. Laf- Laf- Lafrenier.
0: Thank you, Kim. Or is it Tim Stubble from the Senators? Who you got? <laughs> Tim Stubble.
3: <laughs> let's see if we can. I I'd let's vote see for if him. You a segment where Mike has to read
2: all these hockey names (laughs) and see if he can. Oh,
1: it's been discussed. (laughs) Now,
3: Cam,
2: you got to pretend like you've watched the show before.
1: (laughs) You don't actually have to
2: watch (laughs) and pay attention. You just have to pretend.
0: Uh, Okay. So you're going with stubble on that one, Scott. That's your answer. Absolutely. Yeah. That's probably a good choice. Uh, Drew, do you have any, I have one more question for Scott, but I'll save it. If you got anything else for him.
2: I was going to say, I can, I can throw some out there. Um, Really, honestly, what I want to know, Scott, is this whole realignment, is it really just giving all of our neighbors up north false sense of security and hope at winning a title when they beat up on each other in their division and then get to the playoffs and absolutely boast boat race by quality teams?
1: Uh, yeah, I I feel like it's been so long since Canada tasted its success in the NHL, especially when it comes to the cup that they'll take whatever they can get. But I feel like this cannibalizes their chances just a little bit because now they're facing off against just each other. Only one emerges and that lessens the chances that they're going to have anybody in the final. So I, I don't know if they think that that's good. But, you know, spoiler alert, Canada Cups coming back to the U.S. of A. It'll be right there in Colorado whenever you need to see it, bitches.
2: <laughs> so, Scott, in a quick follow up question to that. Do you think that's why they weren't able to procure a sponsor for that division?
1: Holy shit. I thought they had like Scotia or some shit. Yeah, I thought it would be Scotia Bank. Or... Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm pretty sure they have one, Drew.
2: Yeah, well, and that's pretty funny because NBC ain't showing that shit on their broadcast. <laughs> 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 All the other divisions had their advertisers listed on them when they did the breakdown here leading into the Tampa Bay game, except the Northern Division.
0: Hey, real quick, uh, I just wanna say uh, just because you know this, this feels like in this segment it's the proper time to talk about this. Uh special happy birthday tomorrow to Jason Bateman, star of Arrested Development. Uh also the the Ozarks show on Netflix. I can't think of the name of it right now. Super no, It's literally talented. the Ozarks. Is that the name of it? The Ozarks? I couldn't remember. Yeah. Okay. Uh super talented it's actor. It's just
1: Ozark,
0: you dudes. <laughs> Holy fuck. Uh super talented words, actor. Very, You're uh, like my
1: mom just adding words to stuff. We're gonna go to the so Kroger's later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, man.
0: Happy birthday, Jason Bateman. Happy early birthday to you. Uh, wait, hold
1: on. How old is Jason Bateman tomorrow, though? Uh,
0: Jason Bateman, also 52
1: wow 52 right years ago january 14th was incredible
0: yeah very good day uh, uh 52 years ago on on january 14th uh <laughs> Matt bar ripping on me uh jesus fucking christ is what he just hit yep. <laughs> uh, gotta stay on brand matt bar that's what i gotta do i gotta stay on brand drew you got anything else for scott to do that hockey uh,
2: shit yeah i did fuck sorry <laughs> we talked I... about
0: the racist ass bruins Oh, please Uh, do, especially with Uh, Cam. I want to hear Cam
1: uh, catch this heat, Scott. Yeah, Willie O'Ree finally getting the recognition he deserves, having that uh, jersey hung up in the rafters. But, of course, in typical Boston fashion, they're like, hey, (laughs) ain't no fucking fans at the games this year. We might as well throw that black guy's uh, jersey (laughs) up in the rafters. We've been meaning to do it for a little while, so what a perfect time when nobody's here to see it. Congratulations, Willie O'Ree.
3: Yeah, I I I don't got anything to say to that. You stump me. I, I I really just don't got anything to say. I mean, you, your logic is great. I, mean, I
1: wouldn't defend it either.
3: Yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I need to learn when to
3: take take an L. <laughs> my,
1: my You're favorite a bigger man is, than
0: I am, Cam. Because uh, I'd be like, no, fuck of, you,
1: Scott." No, no, no. My well, excuse you, Check your tone. This is my segment. Uh, <laughs> The the, uh, the the best part about it is somebody somewhere was like, not only are we going to do this, but there's no fans. We'll do it in February during Black History Month. How about that for irony, baby?
0: <laughs> All right. This is getting weird. Uh, Drew, what else you got? <laughs> I Well, you want
2: you want me to save us from this? this
0: nope. OK, I'm back. Here we go. Deep in uh um, I got one more if you got if you're out if you got, if you're out of questions I got one more for Scott you
2: no know, I've just been busy trying to you know stay stay above water here in this this fantasy draft that I just fucked up to all hell um Anyways, Scott, do you think that there's going to be something changed in the the player's approach to the game in terms of physicality or pace of play or just the general strategy that you would see in the game previously because of the compacted, shortened season? Uh, And do you think that the changes in the uh, off-ice regulations are going to really have any impact on any teams in particular?
1: Hmm. Uh, I think the league as a whole is opening itself up to a a shitstorm here, not going back to the bubble because, you know, we saw what happened in in baseball and football. When you're outside of the bubble, there's too many things that you can't control. And so I feel like that's going to have an impact that it shouldn't. Uh, I feel like they should have gone back into the bubble. But, uh, you know, to each his own, you know, they're still saying they're still – saying that they're going to lose a a billion dollars this year, but it was important to get out there and play. So, you know, I I guess more power to them. I'm glad that they are playing, but I still think they should have gone the bubble route. But as far as physicality goes, physicality, uh, they'll probably be ready to hit motherfuckers even harder because uh, there's less time to hit motherfuckers and you missed a bunch of time from hitting motherfuckers last year. So let's go, baby. People are going to be – maybe they don't need to worry about injuries or anything like that because motherfuckers are just going to be getting knocked out, all that pent-up aggression.
0: All right, Scott, here's, uh, here's my final question for you. Uh, this one's a good one. This one's very tough, and uh, I, right. I, I hope you can get this one. Which young Russian goaltender – Will have the bigger impact on their team this season is it going to be Igor Shishkin from the Rangers, Elias Samsonite with the Capitals, or Elias Sorkin with the Islanders, supposing that he can supplant Seaman Verlamov. Ver- verlamov. Did I say that right? Seaman
3: Varlamov. V-
0: Seaman Varlamov. My, my Semien, bad.
3: Semen Varlamov.
0: Yeah, Seaman Varlamov. What do you got? Yes,
3: exactly. Seaman Varlamov. Yes. <laughs>
0: Igor. Which one? There's two Igors, I thought. The no, there's the so many there was Igors. There's two Eli- Elias? Elias. Oh, my bad. Uh, one oh, my Igor. God. So you're going with Sh- Shester's skin. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's probably a good. That's probably who I would have picked. I mean,
1: if I'm gonna pick a Russian, the 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 name Igor has got to be at the top of the list. So figured
0: you would have been all in on semen. That's what I thought you were gonna go with
1: on that one. That's disappointing.
0: Yeah, way to way to disappoint. Uh, Drew, Cam, you guys got anything else for Scott? Yeah, I got one more. I got another question for
2: Cam. Uh, who's your,
3: who, if I know you're, I know Colorado already has the Stanley cup locked in. So, I mean, I got okay. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ask another question. Who's your, who's your dark horse to come out of the East. Then if you have your team from the West, who comes out of the East, if it's not Tampa Bay, if you think they're going to choke again,
1: it's racist. was <laughs> racist. Yeah. I was going to say How is that racist? Dark horse. I mean, underdog. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Good call. I'm unbiased,
2: <laughs> unbiased Aggression will not
1: stand. Uh, I'm a Boston fan. What can I say? I mean, uh, just... That's fair. Yeah. My, um, my my dark horse is going to be the the Sabres of Buffalo because Buffalo's got that mojo working right now. So we're going to call them the the dark horses to come out of the East.
0: All right, there you go. Uh, Buffalo. Wow. Drew, any Could... anything final for Scott here? Uh, yeah I'm just curious Scott what What do you think
2: um, again what do you think is going to really be the biggest impact that we'll see as a part of this uh, you know COVID. in terms of okay <laughs> next question uh, what do you think what do you think about the changes they've made to the marketing aspect of the game to help offset some of the COVID losses
1: uh, I don't like them naming divisions I told you last week get the fuck out of here with that Along with the the logos on the helmet, I'm not for it. I'm traditional. In fact, they should go back to not wearing helmets, just skating around out there helmetless. (laughs)
0: Helmetless. All right. Well, there you go. (laughs) But, Scott, don't the helmets look cooler?
1: Not with advertisements on them. Mm
0: -hmm. Wow. You were such a grumpy old man, bro. You're
1: right. I, I'm, I'm all about the jersey. The der- der- you see me wearing a throwback jersey? Shit.
2: <laughs> so, Scott, I, I'm going to give you a would-you-rather here. Okay. Would you rather have a normal hockey season, 82 games, regular divisions, all that jazz, but we have to deal with that motherfucker gritty or this current COVID pandemic season with no gritty?
1: Uh, I want all the gritty. So give me two thousand games if it means gritty is yeah. around for all two thousand of them. Sorry, Scott, I don't mean to jump.
0: I don't mean to jump in here, but why? Why is there hate for gritty? Like, can I, I have somebody no idea. explain I that stand to me? For
1: this aggression? Oh, me. he's literally the yeah, worst thing that's ever happened to hockey. Gritty? Are, why what are is, is gritty you talking is, about? somebody's putting put Drew about? on timeout? Gritty? Drew. On. gritty.
0: made Philly relevant. Drew. Well, okay. So your your complaint then is that. He's from Philly. If You're saying if Gritty was the mascot of any other team, you would love him, but because it's Philadelphia, you hate him. Is that what you're saying?
1: Uh, no, no. It's it's if that's his rationale, I got. Uh, he's got a point because fuck Philadelphia, but yeah, I love Gritty. Yeah. I'm okay yeah. with that. If that's what
0: you're going with, then yes, I'm I'm okay yeah, then, with then saying I, that. I can co But but you can't blame Gritty. Fans are the worst. <laughs> <They> are. <laughs> Literally, you can't. You can't blame Gritty. You're not. You don't choose where you're born, man. That's where that's where the dude was born. Hey, he calls that place home. You can't fault him for that. Born? Don't blame Gritty. Are you kidding me? That's true. Gritty wasn't that born. That thing
2: was made in a test tube from all the runoff from the sperm donor banks in Philly combined with a little bit of cheesesteak and then all of this stank inside of the goaltender's pads
0: in this I won't stand for this gritty that's gritty. where gritty came yeah, this from is my this is terrible Scott shut this shit down on Drew the, first he makes so, fun so of get people crying out of here. you make fun of people crying and then you make fun of gritty what is wrong with who stole your heart
1: what is wrong with you Drew I'm from Detroit what do you want man <laughs> I guess if my <laughs> hockey team was complete dog shit, I'd be upset too. That's right, ABS, baby. Take <laughs> it how many nights? <laughs> just bro? one game on <laughs> <all> the <laughs> way to the cup. One game on the way to the cup. That's I right. Think, I think that's through.
0: a perfect way to end uh, this gritty, week's segment.
1: gritty twenty-four, baby.
0: <laughs> gritty piece of shit, Scott. Thank you as always. You are uh, the and best.
1: They stay in hockey. Let's do that hockey. you goddamn welcome.
0: Thank you for doing that hockey. I appreciate you, man. Uh, let's get into our next segment here because it is time, everybody, uh, for us to find the music, first of all. That's the first thing we got to do is find the music, uh, and I, I can't find the music. I go, oh, man. do you, Can I tell you guys how much easier it was to do all the sound cues when I wasn't talking? Like... It was fantastic. Joe had I mean, it. You so could easy. you could
2: stop any time, and I think the fans would be happy with it.
0: I don't know. We got some feedback last week. People were like, "I kind of miss Mike laughing at this." And I'm like, "Yeah, I know. Glue guy look, right well, here. Look, Glue I, guy holding it all together." Guy,
2: big locker room guy. I, I was going to say, "Who who said that?" Cuz I mean, wouldn't us. Wouldn't there, was,
0: there was There was When you I mean, there was comments, bro. People people miss this guy. All right.
2: Okay, so when we trace those back to your IP on a burner phone <laughs> you really want to go that route
3: yeah i do was b-pop pooping everywhere
2: <laughs> with the <laughs> ro- ro- robotic C3PO over here <laughs> Uh, It was kind of cool, though. It maybe like it kind of gave me that like clay nation feel.
0: Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. It was very, uh, it was very early South Park last week. That's what last week was. Uh, All right, let's get into hot takes barbecue. We're gonna grill up some hot takes. We asked our friends at Belly Up uh, to provide some hot takes, and then some listeners also chimed in on Twitter as well. Uh, So let's get right into it because we got a lot of them. Uh, There was like eight hot takes that we had come through. The first one, we're coming right out of the gate with a fiery take. This one is from at Tyler Reed ninety three. Uh, Tyler is uh, he's the Hornets and Braves beat writer for Belly Up, so he's uh, near and dear to Scott's heart. He said jersey numbers shouldn't be retired. hashtag Hot Takes Barbecue. No jersey numbers. Doesn't matter the sport. No jersey numbers should be retired. Scott, since he's the Braves beat writer, let's go to you first. How hot is this take? I'm
1: going to have to have a conversation with Mr. Reed. uh, (laughs) Because... there's there's plenty of Braves numbers that should be retired, but in general, I actually I, I think this is this is well done because the whole jersey retiring thing I think is kind of silly. Um, uh, maybe maybe if you have a couple per sport where the whole sport recognizes it, but when you re- when you have it on individual teams, you run into that dumbass shit with oh I don't know Miami having Dan Marino's number retire. Or Jordan. Jordan's number retired, uh, you know, or then, you, you, or you could be the Yankees where you, you're running out of numbers because you've retired everybody's fucking number. <laughs> so uh, I actually think this is a really well done take. Get rid of, get rid of the jerseys because there's a way to honor the guys that played for your team, you know, to, without retiring the number. Yeah, well, that's true. And Scott
0: chiming in saying almost positive that Scott wants 23 retired in all sports. Uh, and uh, I absolutely
1: 100 percent correct. 23 should not no, be worn by anyone. No, that's neither here
0: nor there (laughs) drew how spicy is this take i i mean i think man it's it's a hot take
2: because it 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 drives great conversation um i do think it's interesting though because uh, we were just talking about the braves right now um do we know what happened on january 14th decades ago with the braves no I don't. Ted Turner became the CEO. So it wow. marks a really big moment in Atlanta Braves history. So yeah, we're we're on the cusp of again a wonderful anniversary. You know, something that only happens once a year. Big
0: day. Big day that January 14th. Yeah. A lot, I miss a Ted lot Turner on. so much. By the way, uh Clarence Carter is celebrating his 85th birthday tomorrow. Clarence Carter. Yeah.
2: Yes, bless his soul.
0: Oh, yes, long, and long see, long Matt Barr
1: coming in, coming in and backing me up because 42 being retired in baseball is elite. Now, that's what I'm talking about. If you have certain uh, see, numbers that are retired though, across the one sport, 40, then that's fine. 42 span more than just
2: sport, but I think this is a super hot take. I, You know, whether you want to say this is a, a one on the scale because I like my meat wriggling around still before I put my A1 on it, or you go completely charred Broiled, grilled to a crisp. This is a hot motherfucking take.
1: What uh, kind of four-year-old is still using a one on their steak? Though is the real question. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, uh, sure. Cam. Yeah.
0: Now he uses ketchup. Cam, uh, how hot is this take for you? Um, I feel like it is
3: a pretty hot take. I'm gonna agree with Drew on this one because mainly the jersey like symbolizes symbolizes like what they meant to the franchise and everything like that. So, I think it's, and I, like, I can also side with Scott here. I mean, like, the, there's only so many jerseys you can retire because the Yankees have, like, all these fucking jerseys retired. Like, they, they don't, they're running out of numbers to give out to people. So, I agree in that sense. But, I mean, jersey symbolizes something. It's what, like, I, I, as a kid, like, wanted to pick out my jersey based on, like, my favorite player who wore that number. So, like, it's just goes in the line with that. So, I think it's a pretty hot take. Um, I think the jersey oh makes makes the athlete. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I'm at, the athlete makes the jersey. Excuse me, the athlete makes. The I jersey.
0: agree. I also like. I, uh, I I I like the idea of not retiring numbers. I do agree with Scott. Just retire like big time numbers across the entire sport. Um, but there's something to be said, like have a ring of honor and you can honor players that way, but you don't have to retire their number. Like you don't necessarily have to say nobody can get this because I also think like as much as I hate the Cowboys, I like that 88 is like the Jersey number for their, Top wide receiver, right? Like that's a that's a cool tradition, <laughs> and you get no, to- no, no,
1: no, 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 back up because I like <laughs> when they give 80 yes, to somebody yes, who they expect to be the top receiver, eh. and then butt cheeks, and Ooh, they look right. like fucking morons. Right, that's right. actually the best part. Yes,
0: that's that. fair. That's a fair. Uh, that's a fair assessment there.
2: All right. Speaking speaking of butt cheeks, uh, Matt. Matt Stanton, breaking news here. God, I hope this isn't a, another Woge bomb coming up, but the New England Patriots are going to retire number 69 for Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> <laughs> would love to see that. It's a big deal. It's a big
3: deal. I mean, that's, that's something we shouldn't joke about.
2: We should take it. No, away. absolutely not. I mean, you know, best of all time. That's oh, yeah.
0: Fantastic. He would giggle so much about that. Uh, all right, oh, let's, my
2: God, yeah. It'd be amazing.
0: Next uh, next hot what take. Comes from <laughs> next hot take comes from we at make
2: the Patriots relevant again
0: P yeah, Ainsworth five one two this is Parker Ainsworth uh, Parker is a writer for Belly Up he's a co host of the FN Sports podcast uh, a, here on the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network he said we need an hashtag Nick NFL game every weekend of football season hashtag Hot Takes Barbecue I'm going to jump in here 100%. They definitely need to do this. Now, I'm very mm-hmm. pissed that I didn't get to watch it because it wasn't oh. available on my streaming service. Drew will complain about that in a little bit here. Uh, but little I... horn. Here's what I like about this. I like the fact that these. this is bringing in kids. Like, there were 2 million viewers. You got kids who... First of all, it gives dads an excuse to watch football but be like... No, it's for the kids, cause it's Nickelodeon. Like that's no. but really you're just getting to watch football. So I'm all in on this. It's a great take, and I agree hundred percent with it. Drew, no, you're disagreeing. Right.
2: I'm jumping in here. This is this is bullshit. Uh, once again, you're sewing so your soft dad side. Like when it's Sunday, when it's Saturday, and you need to watch your game. Like you watch your game. You work hard all week to put clothes on their back, food on their table, and a roof over their house. They can give you a goddamn three and a half hours to watch a football game. Furthermore, when I have a backdoor cover beat my ass, I don't want to <laughs> see any motherfucking green slime coming on the field and everyone tra- traipsing around like it's the motherfucking Rugrats again. Like, no, get the fuck out of here. Like, it's cute in games that don't matter, like the one they broadcast this weekend. But, like, it no, was a
0: playoff game. How is here. that a game that doesn't matter?
2: Oh, that game was, oh, that game was decided sorry. before
3: the kickoff. I'm sorry. That game right? was decided before the kickoff.
0: Thank Are you, you Cam? Cam? It's still a playoff. It's, it's still a playoff game. Like a gameless game playoff game. With motherfucking Mitch Trubisky
2: behind center. Are you kidding
3: me right now? Meaningless playoff game, Mike. Meaningless. meaningless.
0: <laughs> Cam, do you agree with this uh, this hot take? We need a Nickelodeon NFL game every weekend.
3: I do agree with you, Mike. I think that it definitely needs to happen because it brings, like you said, it brings in kids to the sport. And I think the commentators were actually really, the kid commentators were actually really entertaining, despite the Cordero Patterson dropping a what the fuck on the uh, (laughs) live live TV. So uh, I actually think that it's a great exposure to kids for the sport and gets people involved. And Again, I like I like your point there, Mike, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna side with you and go this is a good take.
0: Thank you, Cam. Appreciate that and appreciate you getting my name right. Scott, what do you think? Uh, how how's this one rate right for you?
1: I think this is a very excellent take, one hundred percent on board, but I'm gonna take it a step further. Nickelodeon is owned by Viacom. We should open it up to all of the the stations that Viacom owns. So, could you imagine all of the NFC East games being on Comedy Central? I could, <laughs> um, and then because because the, the-, <laughs> the NFC East is a joke right yes thank you Cam. thank you for taking that to its logical conclusion uh but to take it a step further oh imagine all those patriots fans who i don't know this week's game is on bet imagine the conundrum (laughs) when they're like man i really want to watch the patriots game this week but it's on bet hmm see this is the type of thing that i want so l- yes definitely have games on nickelodeon but open it up to all of viacom You uh, i throw throw games on tv land uh, nobody wants to watch seahawks games throw them on tv land all of nfc east on comedy central but definitely definitely patriots games on bet <laughs> that's
0: that's even a hotter take i like that one so much more <laughs> Uh, wow. Alright, this next one. Uh, this next one comes from at Belly Up Kev. Kev is uh one of the co-hosts of the Corner Booth prod, uh podcast. He also uh hosts uh there's a new podcast that he launched, Tailgate on the quad. Uh the only downside with Kevin is he's an Alabama fan, so you know you gotta kinda deal with that. But thanks to Notre Dame's backdoor cover, he did man up and uh do a, a Kong Bong with the seltzer on their most recent Corner Booth podcast. Uh, So shout out to Kevin for that one. But Belly Up Kev says, Trading for Deshaun Watson wouldn't make the Dolphins any better in three years than they would be with Tua and the Picks. Hashtag Hot Takes Barbecue. Cam, I'm going to start with you, man. You seem plugged in here. Uh, So if the Dolphins trade and get Watson, do you think they're better off with Watson or uh, better off sticking with Tua and keeping those picks?
3: I think you need to I think you need to build around Tua. I really think you have uh I think you can draft Devonta Smith maybe at 3, get him with Devontae Parker when he's fully healthy, Mike Sasaki. They're building something with that offense. And I don't think they should trade it all away for Deshaun Watson right now. Um, I think Deshaun Watson obviously is a better quarterback and more proven quarterback. Tua had his rookie mistakes and hiccups, of course, that all rookie quarterbacks do, except for, you know, Joe Burrow. Shut up, Mike. That's right. Thank you. Yep, but uh, uh, So I think excuse that He wasn't off.
1: talking to you <laughs>
3: <laughs> But I think the uh, the uh, Texans, or excuse me The Dolphins are better off keeping Tua And seeing what they got with that And you know, so I, I think that I think that cutting the plug too early And getting rid of that draft pick Giving the Texans back their previously on draft pick, which they traded in the Laramie Tunsil deal, was, yeah, I think they should keep on holding on to Tua.
0: Ah, good old gas mask Laramie Tunsil. Whew, I miss that guy. Uh, Scott, what do you think? You think this
1: is a, a hot take from Kev? No, I think this is a a cold take, and and the reason is because, hell no, I love Deshaun Watson, but I ain't trading all the draft capital that they need. Like, the Dolphins are finally where they—you got to get more than one year to see what you got out of Tua, and worst-case scenario, Tua kind of sucks for the next couple years, or he's just all right, but then you've you've got all these other guys surrounded, and then all you need to do is pluck that right piece and and, and put him right in there, and you're off and running— but in the meantime, don't give up the capital it, it, that then you can't do anything around Watson. Then you're just Houston light.
0: Okay, so you agree with what he said then because you forgot apparently what the take was. The, no, 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 no. The take was trading for Deshaun Watson wouldn't make, would not make the Dolphins any better in three years than if they kept Tua and the picks.
1: Oh, yeah, fuck that one. <laughs>
2: <then. My bad. laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Sky. <laughs> It was confusing. I was ready to come in and say this this take is garbage because, like we all know, there's one quarterback in the league that is basically going to dominate the Super Bowl for the next ten years. Joey B. So whatever you do, see now you ruin it when you jump in with your dumbass like answer like that. Mike, come on! I was trying to lead you into it, but you spoiled it halfway. You did lead me into. Patrick Mahomes is going to win all the trophies. Everyone else can just take a second, uh, second seat. I guess second
0: chair. Sorry, man. It's just, it happens to me a lot. I shoot my. It's okay. I shoot a little early. I'm sorry. I can't help it. I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah, you
2: know, it happens,
0: man. (laughs) We've all been there. All right, let's uh, let's go to our next uh, high take. This one comes from at Sports Stove, the Sports Stove podcast, one of the other podcasts here on the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. They said Julius Randle is a top 12 player in the NBA. Hashtag hot takes barbecue. Drew, you are our you are our NBA expert, Drew. So let's go to you first. Julius Randle, a top twelve player in the NBA.
2: Uh, see, this is where I get confused though, because um, I'm pretty sure he he he's he's not playing with LeBron right now, right? They traded no. him. I'm pretty sure. He's not playing with LeBron, and uh, he's not in Brooklyn with KD. So I don't, I don't think he's in the NBA because those are the two teams that um, compete for the, you know, the Larry O'Brien Trophy. <laughs> and so, how could he be a top twelve player if he's not, you know, in the running for that championship? I, it just doesn't. I don't know that that take doesn't make sense to me. So I'm going to say it's I, freezer.
1: I will say that Julius Randle is a top twelve player on whatever team he is currently on. It's <laughs> a great take. That's, yeah, that's solid. That's what the take should have been.
3: That's a great take. Yeah. I mean, Drew, you can be a great player on a shitty team like Julius Randle is. I mean, like, you can, you
2: can, it doesn't, I mean. Well, no, I, I can't, I get that, but. As I'm far legit curious.
1: Where the fuck no, no. is Julius Randle? As far I
2: think, as I know, the, the NBA contracted today.
1: He's Did on, on Knicks. the Knicks! <laughs> he's,
3: he's definitely one of the top 12 players in the Knicks, Scott. He's definitely one of the top 12 <laughs> players in the Knicks. <laughs> He's probably
1: dude. He's not even one of the top twelve best basketball players in the city of New York. (laughs) Like I can go, I can go to Rucker Park and find uh, guys better than him.
0: Damn, that is a hot take,
2: right? (laughs) Get
1: get at me, Julius Randle.
2: Damn,
0: come at me, (laughs) Drew. I want to ask you, Drew, since you are the NBA expert and you you are disputing that Julius Randle is a top twelve player in the NBA. Can you please name me 12 NBA players?
2: Uh LeBron James. One. One. Uh oh god, now I'm drawing all <laughs> the blanks here. No. Uh LeBron James, LeBron. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Ir- Kyrie Irving. Two and a half. Uh you got <laughs> <laughs> two
0: and what do you mean two and a half? Kyrie Irving is like M I A. Pretty sure he retired and just didn't tell anybody.
1: <laughs> he thinks the earth Fine. is flat. He don't count. And,
2: yeah, he doesn't count. Anthony Davis, uh, Giannis. Uh, who you got here? I'm pretty sure JJ Reddick's bitch ass is still around there throwing up threes. And,
1: and You're already figure. going to JJ Reddick. All right, we're done. He went to J. J. <laughs> I just six. like to talk J-
2: shit about JJ Reddick any chance I get. Um, <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Um, shit. Okay, he's like so he's I... like popular
1: <laughs> college basketball player from the last years. I'm just talking about uh... that. Like.
2: I had like a list. I was like, oh, yeah, we'll just hit all the stars from all the teams. Uh, Zion, Williamson. You okay. didn't
1: even hit best white guy yet. You didn't hit Luca. <laughs> Come on, man.
0: Uh, don't give Donchick. him any. I don't any. know about that. Guy. All right. We'll yeah. give you Luca. That's eight. Um, You're at eight. That bitch
2: ass hero down there in Miami who nah. keeps getting turned down by IG bundles even to this day. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, Chris Paul is still somehow balling, right? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, Steve Nash only because uh, watch. he's a coach
3: <laughs> uh, No, no,
2: he's he's gonna get minutes this year I guarantee you there will be a situation where they're in the same bucket puts as Rivers in. 76ers and he's like nah fuck this then and he's like he rips off his suit in like a Superman thing and, and then goes out and somehow still gets a double double he don't get 10 points but he still gets somehow 10 assists and, a, and 10 steals and gets himself a double double so
0: I just want to point out in Drew's uh, first 12 NBA players named. It was LeBron and then a long blank. He couldn't come up with much <laughs> after LeBron. He went to Kyrie early, which fine, Kyrie is still technically there, yeah. even though he hasn't played for like five games. He also named Tyler Hero, who he only knows because Hero shoots his shots at uh, Instagram models and gets shot down when he's 20 years old. JJ Redick, Uh, And then Steve Nash, who is not a player. So there you go. That's how. (laughs) Hey, Mike, name 12 PGA golfers. Go. Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, Jason Kokrick. Uh, Tiger Woods. No,
2: no. Challenge. That's fake.
0: Jason Kogrick is 100% a PGA golfer. He went to Xavier. I golfed against him in high school. Hey, Mike, to side you on over here?
1: Huh? (laughs) We're trying to get stuck in a lie. Mike? God damn it. (laughs) Bitch. I forgot.
0: (laughs) 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 You You are fake news, sir. Also, Matt Stanton pointing out, since we started this, he said, "I'm not kidding." Julius Randle literally made three baskets since we started this conversation, and he just blocked Kevin Durant at the rim. So there you what? go. Maybe it's not.
1: Uh, maybe it's not that crazy a take. Uh, me and twelve other guys from the Rucker will take him. <laughs> all right,
2: nobody. All right, so so real talk here. I want to know how long does this uh, Harden, Kyrie, KD thing last? How oh, let's long say long that this shit's actually it's already gonna last. over. Let's it's say already that over.
0: we're gonna say that. <laughs> We're going to save that for Motherfucker of the Week because Cam's got Cam's got feelings about that. So we'll oh, save bad. that. All right, yeah. We'll save that one. Uh, let's we'll get see. into I, it.
2: I'm sorry. I didn't do any prep this week because I know Cam had it handled. So Cam did it all. Cam in, put know. this
0: show together. It's been fantastic. Exactly. Uh, let's move on to our next hot take. This one comes from at Hunt 6 Jeff Hunt, he's the host of Jeff Needs Sports. Uh, he said, hashtag hot takes barbecue. Allen actually had a better QB year than Mahomes! Exclamation point! I hope Robert Taylor is still listening. Scott,
1: what do you think of this hot take? Who is better than Patrick Mahomes? I missed that. Allen.
2: Uh, Jared Allen.
1: Jared Allen? Nice. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Good one. Uh, (laughs) Jeez. I'm going to have to go with no. Uh, Nobody's Better than the the mulatto miracle, so.
0: (laughs) Cam, you're very uh, you're very up to date on your stats. Is this correct?
3: Um, considering what Patrick Mahomes has around him, I mean, Josh Allen has Stephon Diggs now, which is a really good like he would lead the league in receptions and touchdowns and everything. But Mahomes has significant depth at wide receiver. He's got a bunch. He's got dual threat running backs. And stuff. I think, the, given the sense given the situation, I think Josh Allen. Without Josh Allen, the Bills are absolutely nothing. And with the, without Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs are absolutely nothing. That goes without saying. But stats wise, I think Josh Allen did have the better year. Than Patrick Mahomes. Cam,
1: I, I'm going to call false because I actually don't think that the Chiefs are absolutely nothing without Mahomes. Mahomes yeah. is, is hands down the best quarterback yeah. in the NFL. But without him, they're still like a middling, like eight and eight team, probably. They if you put right, yeah. But without Allen for the Bills, oh, that team is sunk. They're, oh. they're absolute shit. I, and
2: I'll say Cam hit it on the head there when he said that Stefan Diggs was number one. And honestly, before Diggs came over to Buffalo in in Minnesota, he was good. But we wouldn't talk about him as top tier wide receiver talent either. He was an uh, out of Thielen's shadow, basically. Well, right. He was the deep threat to Thielen underneath. So, I, you know, he, he's not really that guy that you're going to go to to be a, a game breaker every week in and out. I think this is this is a solid take, man. You know, people wanna disrespect Josh Allen and Buffalo for what he's done, but he put that team on his back though and just and
0: carried him. Can I mean, we do threw, a
1: wellness check on Robert Taylor,
0: though? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of nervous that he hasn't. I, th- I feel like he's just And uh, he's, ignoring, he's still listening. I he's know not, he's, not he's taking chimed a, in recently. He's so not taking the bait, he's probably but bait. there are people in the chat, uh, Matt Barr and Matt Stanton, who are saying that this isn't a good take only because it's just factual. Uh, Matt Barr is saying Mahomes had 13 fair, yeah. dropped interceptions this season. Uh, Matt Stanton saying it's just factual information doesn't mean he's a better player historically, but this season he was better. And Tyson, with probably the the best take uh, as it relates to Josh Allen, he said Josh Allen's a real gym rat, pure passer, real student of the game. So many yeah, intangibles yeah. he can make all so the throws. Uh, and X I mean that analysis right there as it relates to Josh Allen. accurate. Josh
3: Allen means more to his team than Patrick Mahomes does. What the shit, Tyson? What'd I
0: do to you, man? (laughs) Yeah, Drew's getting impeached by Tyson over here. I even edited you on Facebook this week. (laughs) Dick. All right, here's another hot take. Uh, this one from at Andrew Fultz 76, our good friend Andy Fultz said, "The Bengals will be better than the Steelers next season." #Hashtag Hot Takes. And for that one, I would say, uh, absolutely. <laughs> you goddamn right they will be because Joe Burrow is going to be back. They're going to get an offensive line around him. The Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow MVP. Joe Burrow Super Bowl MVP. The Bengals break the playoff curse. They make it to the Super Bowl, and Joe Burrow leads them to the promised land. And then they carry him off the field on their shoulders. Next hot take: uh, anybody else want to jump on on that one? Because I feel like I covered that one. I f- I'm pretty. Uh, that's that's pretty accurate. It's a great take. Well,
3: Scott, I think that the Steelers really have, uh, I think the Steelers have a lot of free agents that are, that need to be, they're kind of like the lightning in the scenario where they have a lot of free agents and no cap space. So, I mean, yet they still find out how to make it work. Big Ben's going to retire. I think after this year, he's going to finally call it quits because God, he looked awful in
2: that playoff game against Cleveland. Um... But I think to be fair, Cam, he's always looked awful. He's an ugly motherfucker. Oh, he is. An
3: ugly. <laughs> he really
2: he's is an ugly motherfucker.
0: Yeah. Where does he rank on, like, in terms of the best-looking quarterbacks? Uh, is is Roethlisberger? If you had to, is he number thirty-two? Is he the worst-looking NFL quarterback?
2: Oh, I thought you were gonna go all the time because I was like, well, no, obviously." Terry no, just Bradshaw is at I was gonna. I list.
1: was thinking you were talking about just Super Bowl. Gardner Minshew's number
2: one in my books. That mustache. Oh,
3: Super
1: Bowl winning quarterbacks. That. He's still at the bottom of the list.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> he's a he's an
0: ugly dude. Um, he's a really ugly dude. Drew, you got yeah, you got something this- on this one.
2: This take is basically frozen, Tuna, because we all know the reality of the matter, right? Like, look, this year is this year, and it's all fine and good, but we know there's a quarterback coming out in the draft this next season that is going to change the game and, and honestly continue to do what's been done before and revolutionize the sport, put a franchise on his back, and just take over. And so, honestly, it doesn't really matter. I can't believe you doesn't done so really much matter. research
1: on Zach Wilson. That's amazing. Good. Uh, I, I thought we were talking about Ian Book, Ian Book for a second. It's my boy Cam. Yeah.
2: See, I knew yeah. I liked this kid. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Ian Book can come in. He's going to flip it upside down, and he's going to take whomever drafts him and is lucky enough to get him in the third round to the Super Bowl, <laughs> baby. What if he's drafted by the Patriots, how would you feel? Oh, my God, I'd be so excited. I would buy a jersey.
1: Wow! I'm still waiting for a quarterback from Notre Dame to not suck ass. That's not named Montana. Wow!
2: What the shit, do I care what they do in the NFL? I want to win college games, Scott. I mean, Mike.
1: <laughs> you guys are
0: dicks. <laughs> You're such dicks. All right, let's go to this next hot take. This one comes from our good friend Biscuit at Biscuit. Man, he said, if the game is close going into the fourth quarter, the Cleveland Browns can beat the Chiefs, and they will going out on a limb and taking an extra step wow. to saying they will do it. Drew, you reacted first. Uh, how hot is this take?
2: Uh, Man. Um, are they are they still going to have half their team out with COVID situations? Because I'm pretty sure that's what got them to win this last week. I, I don't know how else to explain it, but um, man, ah, I know that defense is nasty. Ooh, that's... All right, it's definitely a hot take. This shit is on fire. I mean, we're talking (laughs) napalm in the Vietnamese jungle hot right here with this one. Um, I will agree that if it is close in the fourth quarter, Cleveland's going to pull this one out somehow because I could see that, right? Like, you get late in the game, you're in the fourth quarter, like, holy shit, we could fucking do this. Meanwhile, on the other sideline, Andrew Reid's having a heart attack because he hasn't had a cheeseburger in 20 minutes. And so... (laughs) I can see that happening. I just don't know how they make it through 45 minutes of football to get to that point.
3: I mean, their cornerbacks are absolutely ass. And the, you have one of the fastest wide receivers in the league, and Tyree Kill,
2: and then you have Travis Kelsey. I mean, Cleveland needs to – Oh, you know what? Cam, this is what they do. They just kind of they, – they whisper uh, in what's-his-name's ear. they would be like, hey, by the way, your kid's sneaking out watching TV after curfew. And then he'd be so mad, he would flip his shit and go, you know, commit another crime that he gets off for because he's a football player, and then that's how the Browns win.
3: Drew, you, you know, rumor has it that uh, Tyree Kill is so fast that Child Protective Services can't even catch him. So, I mean, you know, he's He's like yeah. the
2: Flash. He'd be in and out too quick to even make
3: it. God
1: damn, him Yeah. Holy shit. Appreciate that, bro.
2: All I'm saying Just is don't forget
1: one right <laughs> the fuck in there. Don't oh
2: forget no. that motherfucking asshole broke a small child's arm and didn't give a shit about it. Go Yet Browns. somehow he's still playing football.
0: Go how, long, right. how long were you holding on to that one, Cam?
2: I saw it on Twitter
0: and
3: I thought I was going to use it here, so oh, yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> don't give away that you took it from Twitter. Just claim <laughs> it as your own. Fuck that.
2: Twitter's the public domain, play with man. Too. Yeah, uh, yeah
1: don't, give, don't give Twitter credit. That was yours, Cam, and it was fire. Um, I... All right, so let's let's rein this in a little bit. I like this take. I I like the take
0: because it gets bold at the end. That's what makes this a really good take. Is that he says, and they will win. Um, And the problem is, I don't think it's going to be close. That's the problem there. I don't feel like the game is going to be close. I hate to say that for Cleveland fans, but I just don't. I don't see it being a close game. Uh, You can't really slow down Mahomes. Robert Taylor actually uh, asked me earlier this week, "What's the score if you're a Browns fan?" What's the score that you're like, okay, we got this. It's done. And I feel like Browns fans showed last week that they will never say that the game is in hand until it's over. Like Browns fans are so jaded and so hurt by what's happened oh. to them in the past that they will never, ever admit that they've got a game in hand. So they're still not convinced they won last week. <laughs>
2: The game's still going on, actually. <laughs> right, like it ain't over till the fat lady sings, and you know, look, all the fat ladies in Cleveland are asleep because it's cold and it's night, it's winter time. Also, Rob Gronkowski had a uh, had a, a special message for the Tampa Bay Lightning heading into their game tonight, and the best part about it is that he has his hair dyed orange and tipped just like every middle school motherfucker ever before. Wow. He's gone full Tampa Bay, and this is why wow. I love and respect Rob Gronkowski.
0: Good old Gronk. All right, we got one more hot take for you guys. This one comes from at it's itsdustaka, bruh. I don't know I'm glad weird asked
1: me about that cheese one
0: well I knew I knew how that one was gonna go Scott yeah. so I figured we'd just
1: uh, yeah. I mean because you could be up goddamn 20 to ten Reese. in the fourth fucking quarter and it doesn't mean a goddamn thing. <laughs> that's uh, why I was trying to save you from it, Scott. I was trying to save uh, just you, man. Uh, yeah, okay.
0: It. Yep. All right. Uh, this one's from a guy with a weird Twitter handle. Can we all agree that yellow mustard is a fucking trash condiment and mayo is a hundred times better on burgers? Hashtag hot take. Wow. Uh, Cam, how hot is this shit?
3: Mustard's take? ass. Yeah, that's a that, that, mustard's <laughs> ass. I hate mustard. Mayonnaise all the way on burgers. That That is.
1: Did Cam just I'm hoping, hoping that Cam. Cam just got his mic cut for that. Cam, bullshit. I'm
2: sorry. There's something wrong with your internet. That's that's really unfortunate.
1: <laughs> oh wait, did Drew, Drew, did
0: you mute Cam? Did you Fuck mute? Yeah.
1: Cam? yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm <laughs> with Drew on this one. Uh, Cam's gotta be muted. Seriously,
0: <laughs> dude. Wait, hang on. hang on. Hang uh, on. I I don't think he's necessarily wrong. Yellow mustard is the worst of the mustards. Like That's if true. you're, if you're going mustard, that I could agree with. So, yes. so mustard, yellow, and this, this take specifically called out yellow mustard saying it's fucking trash. I don't hate that. I kind of agree that yellow mustard is trash because it, even if I have to choose mustards, I'm going brown mustard or spicy mustard, ballpark mustard before I go yellow. Like yellow is the last ah. mustard I would pick and mayo on a burger. But here's, here's where I have a problem with this take. Yeah, mayo so on a can. burger. It's okay. Barbecue sauce on a burger. That's where it's fucking at. Yes. That's the way to do it.
1: 100%.
0: Scott, you are looking confused, shook, uh, angry.
1: Fucking white people, which your your condiment takes. Like, I mean, (laughs) honestly mayonnaise is is fine whatever but you're not putting mayonnaise on a burger by itself and yellow mustard it's it's mm-hmm. good like i mean it's it's just one of the other mustards i get not liking mustard but to say you're gonna put mayonnaise on a bus uh, on a burger without anything else or in place of b- mustard like i love mayo with mustard but i'm not about to put it on there by itself.
2: see 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 My buddy Scott, undercover
1: brother, taught me how much y'all love fucking mayo. So I mean, I guess there's a
2: reason. It's the the saying is y'all white as mayonnaise. So you know, right? I I get you, you, man. You know, we come from that same background, where you understand.
1: (laughs) Real quick, though, shout out! Shout out to Scott for pointing out that brown mustard is the superior mustard.
0: Yes. Wait. Shout out to Scott. I believe I pointed that out as well. I literally just said that. I, just, I uh, said
1: shout out to Scott. I didn't stutter.
0: Uh, I thought you were because Scott literally put it in the chat. Brown mustard is no, goat, yellow mustard is ass. I meant
1: you, Scott. Real Keep real
0: going. Scott put that in the chat. <laughs> hey, listen,
1: Mike. You, you're, you're real Scott, was, too. You just got to believe.
2: Sometimes the Irish have a hard time following along. You know, it's okay. Just let it go. All right. It's don't fair. get too upset about it. But while we're on the topic here, best mustard flavor go.
0: Ballpark. Ballpark. Oh! Ah! Look at that. Same brain. It's so Look cute. at that. Oh, yeah. We, we did practice Cam, that. what nope. you
2: got?
3: Spicy mustard.
2: Spicy. Ooh. What do you I'm got, I'm going to go too? here, and this, this is a underdog, not a dark horse. Uh, horseradish mustard.
0: What? Yeah. Horseradish Italy. mustard? What yeah. kind of you abomination is that? You throw that on a that? deli sandwich, like, oof. man, Ooh, that makes okay. it pop. You got right. some, right. some, some, like...
1: Oh, hold on, hold on a second. I'm not taking mustard advice from somebody who doesn't like gritty. Next question. <laughs>
2: hey, no, no. See, that's bullshit. Because <laughs> no, it's, it's, one not thing to, no, it's one thing to not like gritty. That would be a fair statement if you said, I didn't like grits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know. I just kept drinking. I don't know what's happening anymore. Um, this, what does my like of
2: gritty have to do with my culinary flavor and sophistication? It means
1: I can't take your opinion for shit because you don't like gritty. So whatever comes after your mouth out of your mouth <sighs> after, I don't like <laughs> gritty. I don't care.
2: You know what? Fine. This has been. <laughs> I don't need your approval.
1: This has
0: been uh, a hot takes barbecue. Thank you to everybody at Belly Up that uh, that sent us in some hot takes, as well as the listeners that that fired in some hot takes for us. As well um, Robert Taylor saying just call it Dijon mustard the fuck kind of preppy world do you think we live in calling <laughs> it Dijon mustard <laughs> Robert Taylor's over here. You can tell he's in California because he's like, "It's called Grey Poupon, fellas." Okay, get it right. He's the motherfucker who's still pulling
1: up next to people (laughs) at the (laughs) stoplights, asking if they have Grey Poupon. You
2: know, this this motherfucker right here is probably one that would hang out with Benedict Arnold. (laughs) By the way, did you guys know that tomorrow is Benedict Arnold's birthday? I did
1: fucking know that. Happy birthday, that's Benedict crazy. Arnold. Happy uh, happy also, is just an birthday.
0: iconic day. Apparently. Let's wrap it a couple really of these
1: is. up. Uh, LL Cool J, happy birthday tomorrow. LL Cool that's J. Right. Uh, uh, I, you are... I, I, but honestly, though, Benedict Arnold's birthday being this week, that's kind of ironic. <laughs> it kind of, yeah, it kind <laughs> it of makes sense, kind of right? It does. I mean, it, history knew what was coming. <laughs> uh jeff
0: tate lead singer of Queensrÿche, uh happy birthday to you jeff tate tomorrow uh just a lot of a lot of birthdays tomorrow very uh, stuff going on very good day tomorrow uh also uh here's one carl weathers happy 73rd birthday tomorrow carl weathers uh yeah Yeah, one of my favorites uh Uh, just
1: i I go with grief Cargo from fucking Mando, <laughs> baby.
0: Faye Dunaway. Happy, happy birthday, Faye Dunaway, tomorrow. Just beautiful uh, lady. Just uh, January 14th. <laughs> just stu- and just that's why his there. wife doesn't
2: listen.
1: Lady, <laughs>
2: that gal. Oh, hey, hey, uh, hey, Scott. Have we hit a hundred comments yet? Is it time for that Kong bomb? We have not uh, hit hundred comments. Absolutely,
1: yet. have
0: no. We have not hit a hundred comments. I did not see the thing, but I'll do one anyways. It's over one hundred
1: and forty. Like, where the hell have you been? Oh, really? We're way over. <laughs> How do you see that? Mike, how do you know? Where's that number? It just right up the f- fucking corner. We have 140 comments and 15 shares. Oh, shit. Wow.
0: <laughs> the corner of what? <laughs> Who
1: is it? The uh, damn pace. Scott's
0: watching the feed. He's watching the Facebook feed. He's one of the viewers. Oh, I'm watching it.
2: oh you know what? I'm full screen. Maybe I can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn Zuckerberg. Uh, oh, Motherfucker piece of shit. <laughs>
0: ryan uh ryan from around for the weekend he just put in comment just to help us get even higher i didn't see the message <laughs> normally the message pops up and it's like hey you've reached 100 comments i never saw that uh although i wasn't really paying attention to the comments as much as i should have because i've actually been able to talk this week it's been a really nice feeling yeah to be able our to... fans
2: are so happy for it <laughs> you son of a bitch
0: are you doing a kong Kong with me drew <laughs> Are yes, you going to run with me? All right. Uh what do you calling? By the
2: way, I still contend these things are definitely dishwasher safe. They are not. My sticker hasn't even fallen off yet.
0: They are not dishwasher safe. They're they're foam insulated. If you put it in the dishwasher, it will ruin the foam. Uh maybe not right away, but eventually that is going to ruin the foam. Can
1: you guys just fucking bong and shut the hell up? Jesus no.
0: Also, Scott, when are you going to come pick up your bong so that you can do one with us? Uh what is up with that? Why are you why are you afraid to he, bong beers with us? I was gonna Scott? say
2: that's probably what it is. He's being too much of a bitch because he doesn't want to actually have to bong one.
1: Ah, uh, I gotta drive forty five minutes and embarrass you fools more on the show. Uh, I feel like I am doing you guys a favor.
0: Uh dick comment, bro. Also, oh, but
2: see, yeah. but but for to that point, Mike, you embarrass us every week, anyway, So that that that's really not different.
0: Yeah, I was gonna that's say story, right? I normally embarrass the show. So
1: why are why I mean.
2: This Let's is the just, first
1: week we saved Drew from reading a soccer story nobody cared about. So <laughs> <a good point. laughs>
2: yeah, somehow I still get shit on for bringing up soccer all night long. I don't know how that works. Yeah, somebody but, definitely you, did that. You
1: have a brand, sir. Uh,
0: you have a brand. All right, we're we're getting close to those thousand <laughs> followers on Twitter. Follow the show at Crafty Sports. We'll give away one of these Kong bongs. This is going to be weird. Normally, I do really crappy beer for this Kong bong, but this is a mango IPA, so this is probably oh, going to end up horribly You're for bong
1: me. A mango IPA.
0: Look, man, it's what we this do. This is going to end horribly. This is, is going to end badly. Uh, it may just right, go to so a blank screen here. You might just see an empty speakeasy no, no, Scott, as I run Scott, off. Go ahead
2: and, and bong your beer. I'll vamp while you do that, talking about how I signed up for beer drop. Today. Okay, fair it was enough. Absolutely awesome. Awesome so I uh, was running out of craft beer at my house. Here he goes, get it, Scott. Oh there's an air bubble in the middle that could hurt. Oh he's taking like a champ though. Oh boy, look at that. well done. But yeah guys there's not guys a lot of mango
0: some... flavor when you bong it. Uh, it it yeah, really ruins the mango flavor. <laughs> <laughs> oh know. <laughs> but
2: does the mango help it go down smoother?
0: No, it really doesn't. Uh, Drew, go ahead and bong yours and then'll we'll, uh, then we'll talk beer drop here.
2: Oh, I, I, I would love to talk beer drop because it was a, such a pleasurable experience signing up tonight.
0: All right, go ahead. Uh, what are you bonging here, Drew? Um, well, I would say
2: Bush Light, but I feel like I need to show it off because, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is the orange camo Bush Light. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know how, but somehow it tastes better in this can.
1: This um, is the man that hates gritty.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. Orange Bush Light. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love that the the bong disappears into the green screen, uh, but very well done, Drew. Super happy. Uh, Tyson saying,
2: "Look, I man, look- I don't explain why I am the way I am. It's just who
1: I am." You struggling to breathe? There was a great moment <laughs> in the podcast too. <laughs> I ain't did <dead> yet. <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, drew before you tell everybody about oh, Beer Drop, fuck. let's uh, let's do oh, motherfucker fuck. of the week. Uh, cuz I, I do want to get into this one. So, uh, it is time for the greatest drop in show history, the drop that everybody loves, the drop that I am super proud of. Ladies and gentlemen. Motherfucker.
1: Motherfucker. 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 Uh, motherfucker.
0: Who motherfucker you? Let's talk motherfucker of the week. Uh let's go to you first cam. Uh yeah. who is your motherfucker of the week? So as someone who
3: has also put on some pandemic pounds slash COVID curves, uh,
1: nice. I like Is thank, them?
0: What's up? Yeah, I like uh, that sorry. better
1: than me just being fat as shit.
0: Well, I've heard people say I put on the COVID nineteen, but I like the COVID curves way better. That's a way better term. Cam.
1: It's sexier. Yeah, I, I
3: put on the COVID curves. and I'd like to thank James Harden because representation matters here, <laughs> and this man literally shows up in. He shows up in his final game as a Houston Rocket in this blue jumpsuit and warmups. I swear to God, he looks like a freaking Oopaloompa out there. He is so, like he is so fat now. He has eaten like a billion cheeseburger. He can't stop going to strip clubs. The guy is an absolute freaking mess. And to make matters worse, he just got traded to a team that has a psychopath on it and Kevin Durant, is coming off an Achilles tear. So my motherfucker of the week is James Harden. Honorable mention Kyrie Irving Because <laughs> fuck both of those guys. They're absolute douches and they shouldn't all be allowed to play basketball on the same court together. So screw those guys. My
2: motherfucker of the week is James Harden and Kyrie Irving.
0: I was my surprised. part
2: is Kyrie Irving, the only minutes he's actually spent on the floor was when he was burning that sage around the outside. Yes, yes. That he's was also- the only time he was on the floor with the Nets this year. He,
3: he, he's he's unhappy with ownership he's thinks the earth is flat he's just a fucking psychopath like I don't, I don't know what to do with that guy i think he should just i mean scott uh yeah scott said he uh, retired already so i mean i think that kyrie irving should just retire
2: honestly <laughs> mail it in
0: <laughs> i like this choice for motherfucker of the week only because it literally like last night he, he plays like shit they get beat really bad by the lakers and then hardens like yeah this can't be fixed our team's garbage this can't be <laughs> fixed and it's like damn bro you're just gonna throw everybody under the bus just like that wow to demarcus cousins it's been going on for a long
2: time before that uh interview. and demarcus cousins demarcus cousins is the motherfucking voice of reason like that tells you all you need to know right there <laughs> uh yeah. what's
0: wrong what's wrong with that's a true point what's wrong with him being the voice of reason because motherfucker
2: gets ejected
3: Boogie, every
0: single game. But it's Boogie. Boogie, is Boogie. Ain't got no reason. It's Boogie. Boogie's Boogie. boogie's my man. Uh, can I, ask I love you guys,
2: Boogie, but he's nuts.
0: Can I ask you guys a question a about this? If you're Brooklyn, all right, now we've already seen James Harden, KD, and Russ not be able to close one out. Do you think having James Harden, KD, and Kyrie is what helps close out a series? Like I know you're in the East and but you still have to get through Giannis and then you have to beat whoever comes out of the West that is still loaded. Like from the no, from the Brooklyn side, no, I don't understand this trade. It doesn't make it sense. Doesn't Personally, get
1: you anywhere. Personally, I think it's hilarious that it was once those three in Oklahoma City. Then, you know, things get broken apart. Then somehow Harden ends up back with Westbrook. That fails. Now he's like, you know what, though? I know that this time it'll work with Durant. Like, see, when it was all three of us, no. When it was just me and Westbrook, no. But this time, me and Durant, that was the ticket. That was the key to this whole thing. And and I, it's totally going to work this time. We're good uh, enough I, now. We, with with Nash as the coach, like, can't be me. Uh, or if you're we, Dr- we, we had Dan Toney, you know, Nash was a protege. That didn't work. But now we'll have the guy who learned from the guy, all oh, everything You know
0: what Scott, now. you just hit the nail on the head. If we combine what you just said with what Drew said earlier that Nash is yes. also going to play and suit up, then yes, I would take Nash, Harden and KD over <laughs> KD, uh Harden and Russ. That's, the, That's I right. mean, the <laughs> it, until
2: until Harden comes out, you know, running a campaign with McDonald's for that double quarter pounder with cheese. He fake as hell. I, need, I got nothing for him. Him and Kanye West might as well start a big three team together and just go that route. Like, he'd be better off there.
3: I think uh, sticking to sports uh, in regards to the net situation, all three of those guys are isolation scorers, and they trade yeah. away their entire bench. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're motherfuckers of the week
2: right Here, there. Here's the real question, and I want to ask this one specifically to Mike. Mike, how long until uh, KD pulls a twenty three and pops one of these motherfuckers in their face?
0: Oh man, has it? I wasn't asking you. Oh, sorry. The other Mike, Mike. The other Mike. Sorry.
1: How many times or how how soon before KD pops somebody in the face? Yeah. Never have we seen how KD reacts to his Twitter like beef. Like, he gets heat from Twitter fans and he creates burner's account, burner accounts, so he ain't hitting nobody in the face. Are you fucking kidding me? But he's the good advisor go on, now. He'll go on Twitter on one of his accounts and accidentally use his own to talk shit to him and then be like, oh, uh, my bad. I thought it was on my burner account. Like, I love KD, but he ain't going to call nobody out to their face. I can tell you that much.
2: Yeah, and you know what the best part about this is going to be? Is he's going to light us up because apparently the closed captions keep quoting us as saying KD.
0: Yeah, Katie instead, instead of, of KD. KD.
2: I mean, he'd be active yeah. like,
1: <laughs> yeah, like a KD when it comes to drama around the team. I will
2: say, I, I, got it. I got to give him some credit because when that story came out, it was like two years ago. I was like, that's bullshit. How do you fuck that up? What the hell? Having multiple Twitter accounts is actually harder than you would think. <laughs> it, is, it is tricky. <laughs> and, uh, yeah.
0: Oh, shit. Drew, since, uh, since you're talking. Who you got is your motherfucker of the week, Drew?
2: Yeah. So like this, this is one where I really wish that, you know, I could take a quick shot of Stoli before I launch into this one because Hulu could eat. All the motherfucking dicks, man. Are you kidding me? They come out here. They spend all this motherfucking money about Hulu has live sports. They pay all these athletes to have these motherfucking commercials about how they have live sports. They can eat a fat motherfucking cock. They ain't got no live motherfucking sports. There is not a single live motherfucking sports show or or game match event, whatever you want to call it, on their motherfucking platform. It is all fucking fake, broken piece of shit terrible i swear to fucking god because it's either one of three things what do i need to swear less mike no i'm laughing i'm just counting
0: no i'm just counting that's six that's at least okay because the
2: situation is, is is either a they motherfucking don't carry the channel because they got in a fight with sinclair and i'm gonna cancel their fucking ass because i can't watch the fucking nfl playoffs playoffs figure this motherfucking shit out that's all anyone cares about it's your fucking platform your live shows your, your your originals are shit they motherfucking suck I'd rather watch freeform for free than your motherfucking original programming I mean Jesus fucking Christ two if you actually have a fucking sports thing on your network you know what happens the motherfucking thing is buffering all the goddamn fucking time and you know when it happens right before someone fucking snaps the ball on fourth and one and decide to go for it and then like oh wait pause hold on wait a minute let me get my app update from espn first or find it on fucking twitter because your shit can't stream on the motherfucking biggest game of the goddamn weekend what the fuck are you doing and if those two things aren't enough i just i i, I can't even i can't remember the fucking third anymore they don't either, either <laughs> a they don't have the fucking game b their shit don't work Or C, fuck you, Hulu, you're a piece of motherfucking shit. Oh, that's right, because if you are, quote-unquote, fucking live, your bitch ass is 45 fucking seconds behind any other fucking network or platform in this motherfucking planet. I'm better off fucking streaming shit from fucking India to get it from the other side of the fucking planet and then I can find out what's going on. I'm better off watching motherfucking cricket in Australia than trying to watch a fucking football game down the fucking street on your shit-ass platform. Are you fucking serious? I mean, I swear to God. And that is not even anything to compare with the fact when I try to turn on a live sporting event that I turned off downstairs, I went up upstairs and it says hey would you like to continue to watch the Bengals lose to the Steelers and I say no I wouldn't like to continue to watch that I'd like to watch it live and they're like cool we'll throw you back to the top of the fucking broadcast three hours and fuck ago I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, Hulu, figure this shit out. This is why you're going to be irrelevant and replaced by everyone else in the fucking game once ESPN and Disney stop supporting your bitch ass. I swear to God, 18 fucking months from now, there will be no fucking Hulu live. There will be no Hulu. Disney will absorb them into Disney Plus and ESPN Plus and get rid of all these useless motherfucking assholes trying to run this platform. 20 G's of people are going to be out of fucking jobs because they can't get this shit right. There's one thing keeping media content alive in this country and it's live fucking sports. No one gives a shit about the Grammys, the fucking Oscars, fuck all these sitcoms, fuck all these shitty ass soap operas. No one gives a shit about that crap. We'll find it online elsewhere. Live fucking sports is all you have and local news, but you know what they don't do? They don't do motherfucking local news because they can't figure out that's where the cash is. Bitch, figure shit out with Sinclair. I don't give a fuck how much they're going to charge you. Get your shit right fix your fucking technology stream sports live motherfucker or stop airing those goddamn motherfucking commercials with Baker Mayfield's fucking fake ass body suck a dick.
0: I think I'm most disappointed and I may have missed a couple in there, but I counted 49 F bombs since you started. And I'm so disappointed that you came up one short, one short of 50. Hey Hulu. Fuck you.
1: Motherfucker. 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 motherfucker! motherfucker! What? motherfucker you? Sky, go ahead and follow that one up. Nah, bitch. I know you are <laughs> talking to me. I know you better <laughs> be talking to yourself. I ain't following that <laughs> shit. That's all you, Mike. <laughs> I I'll
0: follow. <laughs> Drew, are you okay? Can we wait? Hang on. Before I go, Drew, are you okay?
2: Are you good? Look, man. Look, man. I'm not mad. I'm just <laughs> disappointed. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I, and it's funny, too, because we were texting earlier in the group this week. I don't even honestly remember what what set me off but i said oh no that's what it was i was like look hey how about instead of an upper deck story or on deck story i just you know cuss out hulu and mike's like oh no no i'm sorry scott's like oh no no just do it we're just gonna do motherfucker that week and i was like okay fine that's whatever all i know is my kids over under one and a half grades before i get called into a parent teacher conference because my kids are swearing up a goddamn storm in school Because, like, when shit like this happens, I lose my fucking mind. Like, I just don't... There's just no excuse. There is no excuse for this shit. Like, we are paying good money to get a service that honestly isn't that fucking hard to do. We did it at Fox Sports. It's not that hard. Figure this shit fucking out or quit. Just get out the
0: game, brother. Drew, you, uh... You hide it well that you're, uh... (laughs) You're not, you're just disappointed. Okay, I'm going to, uh, let's go, okay. Motherfucker, motherfucker, motherfucker. Motherfucker. motherfucker.
1: motherfucker what? Motherfucker, uh, you?
0: My motherfucker of the week is Drew. I'm going to give Drew the motherfucker of the week. <laughs> no, I'm just, I, I was
1: too, I'm, but then I felt a little bit nervous about doing I know, that after I'm scared. That tirade.
0: I'm scared to give Drew motherfucker of the week. No, I'm going to hey, give on, my motherfucker bro. of the week to NFL owners. This was something that came out this week. Uh there was a tweet that was uh that was put out by Matt miller from uh his at n f l draft scout uh, account now I know people have issues with matt miller and there's problems but here's what the tweet said. Been texting with an Matt NFL. Matt Bar
1: certainly doesn't. I can promise you
0: that. <laughs> well, yeah, I know Matt Barr doesn't have any problems with him. He said, uh, Matt Miller said, been texting with an NFL source this morning who thinks there's a very strong chance Eric Bieniemy isn't hired for a head coach opportunity this cycle. Cites concern about Reed's coaching tree and timing with Chiefs expected to make another Super Bowl run. What the fuck, man? Uh, so here's here's my issue with uh, Eric ben- Bieniemy being s- passed over for these specific reasons. If you want to say you don't trust him because he's got the best quarterback in the league, because Andy Reid calls a play, like whatever, okay, fine. I'm going to disagree with you, but fine. But to say that he's going to be passed over because there's distrust with the Andy Reid coaching tree. After the last four days on Twitter, all I've seen is people jerking off Andy Reid because his coaching tree is dominating the playoffs right now. They even went so far as to stretch it to, say, Kevin Stefanski, who started out as an assistant interim uh, under Andy Reid at the Eagles. like They really stretch out this coaching tree, but they were jerking off the Andy Reid coaching tree to then say, well, there's questions about the Andy Reid coaching tree. At the same time, we'll hire the guy who folds jockstraps for the Patriots because he was near Bill Belichick. Like, the only Bill Belichick hire, uh, the only coach from the, the Bill Belichick coaching tree that's worth any shit at the pro level is Brian Flores, and he's still kind of untested because we don't really know what we got there. Like, Saban is the guy from the Bill Belichick coaching tree, but even he blew dick in the NFL. So, like, the fact that we are going to downplay Andy Reid's coaching tree while hiring... Any but, like, a special teams coordinator from Bill Belichick's coaching tree is bullshit. Especially since we've also started tapping into a Sean McVay coaching tree. Uh, thank you, Cincinnati, for just picking up a quarterback's coach from the Sean McVay coaching tree just because he made it to the Super Bowl one time. I think this is bullshit. This is all, like, I would respect them more if the NFL owners just came out and were like, well, I mean... Is black. We're not really going to hire him. Right? So, it, like, let's just exactly. uh, That's that's what they're really saying. But to come up with these bullshit excuses of well, the Andy Reid coaching tree, and well, they're probably going to make a, a deep run, and we need to get started. You don't have to recruit shit. What the fuck are you? Why do you have to worry about if they're going deep in the playoffs or not? It's a bullshit excuse. NFL owners uh, with their closeted racism. Those are my motherfuckers of the week. What?
1: Scott- Oh, no, no, no.
0: Re- I hope I buffered enough for you. Wait! Oh, Drew's talking. Hang real, on. No, I was
1: gonna say real quick. I'm, I'm gonna give him the mic because I'm uh, scared. oh, you wanna jump in? Go right <laughs> I'm in, jump Drew. Here. The floor is yours. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Well, l- listen, Mike. We've heard enough from you tonight. Okay.
1: Fan- uh, fantastic. You know, I'll just be got,
2: here. We got really used to last week when you didn't speak at all. So now that you've actually been speaking up, it's a little weird, and we're trying to adjust to it. But. The thing that doesn't make any sense to me, too, is that they're actually talking about cutting all or a lot of the offseason programs too, heading into next year, because with the pandemic, they didn't have a lot of this stuff. And uh, players, agents and reps have said, look, this stuff worked without all of this. Like, why do we need to do these things? So that excuse is even worth less now than it would have been years ago, too. But it's absolute fucking bullshit. We all know it. We know what they're talking about. Mike, I know you got some hot takes right here. Go ahead, wrap us up, and nail your motherfucker of the week.
1: Am I allowed to talk now? <laughs> is, is that a thing? They're like, Listen. oh, boy, it's got- we gave you that hockey segment, and you're done for the rest of the show, son. Look, we
2: don't we don't try to mute. People here on this show,
0: everyone has an equal opportunity. To I their think their you
1: scared bet. Camel. Way, I know Cam Drew, disappeared like, from the
0: Zoom. Cam, like, I, he's hiding in his closet
2: he's still on behind the call. Him. He's blinking. You can see him blinking.
1: He's still here. <laughs> he's Cam, like, by the way, I'm rethinking this whole. Interview.
0: Yeah, Cam was like, uh, yeah, I fucked up. I picked the wrong show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, Cam, people are very impressed with the mustache you're growing. Uh, they're they're very happy that you're rocking a mustache now. Since the last oh, time yeah. you were on. Also, yeah. you've got the same problem I do. You've got the reverse Hitler mustache going there where it doesn't yeah. grow in the middle. It's a it's a yep. big problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scott! Is that what it's called?
1: Yeah, well, that's what I call it. Uh,
0: Scott, who's your Motherfucker of the
1: Week? Uh, I guess I'm going to stick with racism because that was my thing. I, I, I don't know if Drew will let me have it back, but uh, I'm going to go with Kentucky basketball fans this week. Motherfuckers of the Week. Ah, Jesus. So Kentucky basketball actually did something for once that I could cheer and applaud. Players and coaches alike knelt this past weekend during the national anthem, you know, to show solidarity against social and racial injustice and all the bullshit that happened last week at the Capitol. Big shocker that the Kentucky fan base had a huge problem with that. So much so that uh, there was a cop who posted on Facebook burning UK t-shirts alleging that he would never watch Kentucky basketball again. Didn't support the team. There's even movements to fire Calipari. This is all very hilarious. Mm, and not at all because it's Kentucky but more so to the fact that they're four and seven right now. And my <laughs> wife, who is a die-hard Kentucky fan, has even called Hi, out Cheryl. the fact that this would not be happening if, you know, they maybe didn't have any losses or had one loss or, you know, usually what they do under Calipari, where it's like they run the table. But conveniently now they've got a problem and, oh, get these kids out of there. They're so privileged and they don't know what you know the the benefits they have and blah 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 and they should be so grateful that we cheer them on because they're black and we're white and I don't know if they said that, but it sounds like something they should have said uh, <laughs> if they did Because seriously, it's unbelievable. I've been saying this for years, and this goes back well before I met my wife. That part of the thing that I can't stand, and this is a lot of fan bases, but the fact that, you know, there are a lot of black players in the big three of basketball, football, and baseball. Well, guys, I'm just fucking kidding. And the big big two of football and basketball. There's a
2: lot of minorities in soccer.
1: Yeah, sure. 3% Uh, in hockey. That that sport doesn't have a problem with racism. Uh, But Um, anyway, uh, so the fact that there's so many fan bases and fans that, you know, can cheer on these black players on game day, but then, whoa. Don't come in my neighborhood. Whoa, don't date my daughter. It's just completely asinine. And how many times have we said it on this show and outside of it, how fucking stupid it is that you burned gear that you bought and paid for. Like my favorite. Way to show Kentucky basketball by burning the stuff that they already got your money for. So, yeah, uh, Kentucky fans and any other – policemen or assholes in the state of Kentucky or around the globe that claim themselves to be fans of Kentucky. If you now have a problem with the team or the school or anything surrounding the program, because they note during the national anthem, you can get fucked. You are (laughs) Now I
2: I do want to ask a little bit of a clarifying question. Do you think that the, the student athletes, because that's what they are, they're students, then they're athletes. Do you think they would (laughs) have taken this stance if they weren't, four and seven as well? Or do you think they would have been
0: pressured from what Mike? Did you, did you listen to Scott? Did you miss when he said if they, no, 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 no. <laughs> I- no, I, I thought he was oh, talking about the fan base. No, no, no. I, 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 for,
1: no, no, no yeah, I was going to say, for a second, I thought I was going to have to say the same exact thing. Like, it's a good thing you pay attention. But I think what he was about to ask is, do you think the team would have done this? Right. Event? Right. Oh, yeah, you And see. And, my, and bad. I would, my bad. I would, my I would bad. would I would absolutely hope that the players weren't like, ah, shit, we're four and seven, so uh, we might as well do something that's going to get everybody pissed off and uh, that we otherwise wouldn't care about if we were undefeated. Like, no, I think the players – and uh, coaching staff would have done this no matter what it was. And it would have just been better, to be honest with you. I, I This is the first time <laughs> True, I can absolutely. honestly say this. I wish that Kentucky was undefeated. Like, I wish they were running the table. So then these people would be forced to, you know, hide their racism even more or, you know th- – shrouded in mystery and 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 basically not get called out by everybody but you know this is what i've been saying for years that again if you can cheer for them on game day then why do you have such a problem with them sitting next to you at a restaurant
2: it's and it's all it's all bullshit right like there is the meme this week and and i know we're supposed to stick to sports but you know we will in a sense that when colin kaepernick knelt for, I don't know, what, 30, 45 seconds during a national anthem. is unpatriotic and, you know, a crime against humanity or whatever. But when we violently storm the federal government building, the symbol of our nation, and people die, that's nah, cool. That's
0: all right. That's fine. I don't see the all problem. Good. Um yeah. Uh, Patriotic uh,
2: duty, you know?
0: Fellas all around, great choices for motherfuckers of the week. Those were all solid, solid choices. Uh, we are way over time at this point, but I know Drew put a lot of effort into this. So... Uh, Ching. 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 Oh, but Ching. Drew, let's recap our picks from yeah. this past week. We're not going to do new picks. We're just going to re- recap no. our picks from this week. Uh, it has started off horribly for me, horribly for Drew, and... Pretty bad for Scott, but decent enough that he's in the lead. Scott is fucking winning, which is why this is a travesty. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And why we are not doing picks at all after hey, this. Like hey. We're going to stop for a hey. while because Scott is in the lead and I
1: don't... All everything I is, know is... That ball don't lie. Yeah. The, 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 the sports gods knew I got screwed on my picks and that I was playing the season under protest. So they yeah. righted the shit.
0: Baby. Yeah. So let's yeah. real quick. Matt Stanton telling us stick to mustard. Sorry, Matt. I apologize. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Got, it, got, it, got, uh, it got a little heartfelt there, which is never a bad thing.
0: Real but, quick, know. Drew, uh, recap the the props from last week and how we all did quick and because then I'm going to send you into uh, a beer drop sponsor so hurry quickly
2: we suck
1: <laughs> we sure do but not Scott all all right.
0: you, you want
2: more details all right fine so we'll go I'll just run through them quickly top down so Mike went zero and three uh he said that Alabama would have more sacks than OSU he was wrong which
0: is bullshit uh, that sucks so bad uh, <laughs> no I mean it's, it's right it's, it's correct but all it was, was like two
1: sacks oh, to right. one
2: that's such bullshit Sure. Uh he said there'd be no targeting calls in the game. He and was I wrong. think
1: that was the big <laughs> in the first half. I laughed so hard yeah, when I got the text.
2: I was so excited. I was so excited. I was I don't know what I was doing at that point, but I was like watching the game cast and I saw the play by play go, blah blah blah, something happened, penalty. Play is under review. It's like, oh, this motherfucker got targeted, dude. As soon then, like, as turned he, it on.
0: as soon as that kid hit him, I was like, that's targeting. God damn yeah. it! I was so mad. Uh, I was if so was favorite, it, was the right, it, was it was the right. It was. It was definitely targeting. But man, I was so pissed that it that it happened.
2: So that's another loss. Uh, and then uh, on the Sabin's daughter tweet mentions in the first half, apparently they stuck to the script and did not mention that one. I am so, going to challenge that
0: one. Me. Drew, can you prove that that was not mentioned? Did you yes. watch the entire first half? Yes. No, you didn't. You, you're full of shit. <laughs> you're full of shit because you fucking, you texted me and you were like, I haven't been watching. Has the Buckeye guy been shown? I, I haven't been. So, yeah, no, I'm challenging that one
1: asterisk not just a, saying not a, not only that the only longer pause in this show was when we stopped to listen to alexa <laughs> who named lebron james and then stopped so yeah that's where i'm calling <laughs> all right so i'll take oh so you're three. seeing
0: i'm consistent i'll take oh and right. three with an asterisk go ahead drew uh, I'll throw an
2: asterisk so on to scott uh he this was the one pick we got right out of all fucking nine which still hurts a little <laughs> no there were two uh, pushes
0: there nope. were two pushes
2: nope okay all right nope well I'll I'll get to him uh, so Scott uh he just had to pick the first score the type touchdown safety field goal he picked touchdown and he called Alabama too so, so that's anything, a double he, win baby he, he he gets a win plus if you will no yeah, uh, so he, he got that one right. Uh my favorite prop of the whole <laughs> yeah. game.
1: Oh, this was this such Scott, a bad was, was Scott
2: picking Trey Sermon to run from our yards, the Nachi Harris. And Trey Sermon, I don't know if it was the second or the third snap from scrimmage, runs the ball off the left side for two yards, gets gang tackled, and then goes to the hospital.
0: Pop the collarbone out or some shit. Bam. Like it was yeah, d- he was I, done. I, oh.
2: Yeah. So he got two yards rushing and there was literally fifty five minutes of game left. So Najee Harris obviously outrushed Trey Sermon there, so that's that a loss for Scott. Good. Um one of the potential pushes, which Mike, you actually pointed oh, I out did, on yes. Twitter yeah. was the Gatorade dump. Scott you took orange. Nick Saban actually took the blue. So that's I another loss.
0: Said- blue when did, I that did say blue mind
1: because you bastards. When yeah, did that
0: happen yeah. though? When did the Gatorade bath happen? Because I watched, I stayed up to the end of that game. I was I was done at that point. I was furious. I was over the game because I lost my three bets. I was pissed off, but I stuck with it just to see the Gatorade bath. And I never saw it. Like Saban ran out. He got carried out by his lineman. He did his interview. He smiled, which was weird. I was like, did hell just freeze over? Cause Nick Saban's smiling. He cried a little bit. That was a little strange. I never saw. and then I turned it off. So it must've been after that. But like, I never saw the Gatorade bath. I thought it was what a, a bitch. I, he
1: cried and his mom did. Yeah, his parents or, didn't yeah, even no, die.
0: No, actually
2: right cuz you know he wasn't drunk. So yeah, he wasn't yeah, it. he wasn't drunk either there. <laughs> well, maybe he
0: was. You don't know.
2: Oh, maybe his dog was sick
0: though. Oh, could have been. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: I think I think and I actually I hate to admit that I spent time thinking about this this week, but uh, I think probably what happened is they gave him a preemptive Gatorade bath mm, earlier on before, before the clock hit good zero. Is like, yeah, this this shit's over. Good call, because uh, that's how you surprise a coach who's now won seven national titles. That's a good point. Uh, so then I was giving it to him
1: when he runs out the tunnel. I mean, Ohio right? State. You might as well. Yeah. <laughs> if you see Ohio State on the other side of the ledger, you're like, eh, just give him the Gatorade shower now.
2: Just hand it over. Uh, so, yeah, so Scott only went one and two. Uh, I went 0 and three. I said the highest scoring quarter would be the fourth. That was a loss. I believe uh, the two teams put up 28 points in the second half, although 21 of them were Alabama. That sucks. Uh, I said Jalen Waddle wouldn't catch a pass because he'd be in for like the first series as a decoy, then get hurt and limp off the sidelines. Little did I know that they'd throw like a bubble screen to him. He'd get eight yards, then get hurt and limp off to the sidelines. But
3: so they kept bringing
0: loss. him in. Waddle kept coming in. I know. know. they yeah. refused to leave. Yeah, they, refused to yeah leave. Refused. they kept trotting him out, and then at the end of the game, Saban had the dude that has an ACL tear come out for two snaps and granted they were kneel downs, but like, that's a bad look from Saban playing. Nothing but a hurt people i'm surprised he didn't have smith come out with the fucking claw on his hand well he didn't play the entire second half like that dude that dude uh, uh, the numbers that smith put up in the first half is unreal i've never seen a performance like that it was absolutely crazy but then i like he sits out the entire second half and i thought for sure with waddle coming out there and uh, pardon the pun waddling around the entire game yeah i can't believe they didn't put smith back in well, and the thing I don't quite understand
2: is that, like, Nick Saban is all about we win, we prefer, we, we, we do perfection, like, that's our thing. We put our starters on kick coverage, like, we win, we win, we win, and throwing these, these fuckers out there, I cannot wait till film session to go. So, by the way, Mr. Broken ACL, uh, you didn't get the edge block right on that victory formation.
0: Dude, like he, he had yes. He had Mac Jones. Mac Jones was limping all around that field. That kid shouldn't have been playing, and he still went out there. It was literally uh, like as as much as Ohio State fans want to be like, uh, we had COVID issues and there were people missing. Alabama uh, was get
2: the fuck out you.
0: Alabama was injured. You lost to an injured Alabama team. That's brutal man that team is so no, good correction yeah. you got the dog shit you out. did that's yeah. a fair correction yeah. yeah uh what was your last loss drew because you went on three
2: yeah the last loss and this this is the the look mike if you want to call an asterisk on your Saban tweet then i'm a calling on this uh time until the fat buckeye appears seven and a half minutes now i thought last week i said price is right rules where i went lower with the expectation that he'd show up later he didn't show up to like the third quarter so technically i missed by a mile but by price is right rules i was still right but all
0: in only all because nobody
1: else, else guessed
0: right that you can't go price is right rules by yourself especially when you're <laughs> setting the line that's it that. that.
1: you know one you, second this i took this
0: bet work. as the fat buckeye would appear within the first seven minutes and 30 seconds yes or no too. And you said See, no. And that's,
2: and that's absolutely fair. when We talked about it last week, but we never discussed the fine print. So
0: Don't. I'm always going to work it to my favor. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Oh, I, I'm, yeah. Yeah, well, so, uh, <laughs> at the is, end of the day, this is why Scott, aren't <laughs> you missing me picking the the stuff now? Hey, you guys...
1: I am. <laughs> at
2: the end of the day, we were one and eight, dog shit everywhere. <laughs> it's fine. We're often running through Mookie's mad props the rest of the season till we get back to football. I fingers love it. Crossed in like August,
0: we'll get some. No, we'll get some for the Super Bowl. We'll get some mad props for the Super Bowl. Uh, and uh, oh, sorry, before right I about that. before I do that, let's give you your uh, let's give you your drop again.
1: Ching. Ching.
0: I love that drop. I love that drop. It's such a good one. Drew, tell the people about beer drop. Speaking of drops,
2: I will tell them about beer drop just in a second. But I do want to, before we close out the show cover what our uh win loss total was and bovado for our picks over the year but as that loads i want to tell you about beer drop because i will not screw up their name or their read because it's very easy to understand you Bullshit. log on to their website <laughs> you use our promo code craftfoodsports.com slash beer drop and they're going to bring you great beer straight to your door um Really, the question comes down to, do you want award-winning craft beers delivered straight to your door at under $4 a serving? Our friends at Beardrop can hook you up. You fill out your flavor profile, sign up for one of their monthly plans, and they will curate a box of fresh, award-winning craft beer that will be sent right to your door. Deliver you can swap by out beers. Fuck you. Swap out your beers, add more, or even skip a month, or you can even delay a week if you're going to be out of town or not around to sign for the package. And if you don't like commitment, you can still go and order delicious beers to be delivered right to you. Just go to craftbroodsports.com slash beer drop for a $5 flat shipping. That's craftbroodsports.com slash beardrop drop. It takes less than five minutes. They make it really easy. They give you like eight or ten categories, and they really don't get into the nuance, so they start sending you beers. Super exciting. They even give you options to upgrade at taproom specials or uh, uh, premium barrels of beer, if that's the kind of thing you're into. So check it out. A lot of options. They're nationally spread. Can't recommend it more. So all of that thing to basically get back around to... um, we're going to keep selling out.
1: Sell out.
2: So we started the season. We started the football season. <laughs> we started the football season with $20. We lost it all, but it Sell took us out. a while. I was kind of impressed. And then we put $20 more in. Sell and out. then we lost some of that. So at the end of the year, we Sell invested out. $40, Ooh. and of which we have $15.34 left. <laughs> From all of our football picks. One more time, Mike.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Drew, what were you? What (laughs) what were you drinking this week, Drew? (laughs) What were you drinking this week, Drew?
2: (laughs) I was drinking water. Destination (laughs) Unknown Brewing Company, delicious.
0: (laughs) On a scale of Two to, to zero zero. To
2: two. two to zero. Two to zero. Two to zero. It's zero. Sell out. Ain't anyone ever going to accuse this beer of inciting a riot or, you know, uh, trying to harm citizens? Out. The whoa, whoa, community. stick to
1: sports, man. Sell
2: I know, sports. sorry. Uh, but, you know, when you have 11.3% of your body... Without that heavy, boozy hit up front, it's always a good time.
1: Sell out. <laughs> okay, good. Cam, how'd those kids in the corner do? How's that organic <laughs> lemonade?
3: Fantastic. That's Hell zero. yeah. Zero. zero all the way.
1: Scott, what just did- the right oh, amount boy. of sugar, huh? <laughs> Scott, what were you drinking? I was drinking High Clouds and Haze by Wiseman Brewing Company out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina, Look, this was an absolute zero. Like Drew said, there's not a chance that this would have something happen to it in history that's never happened before. It would never two times be called out in front of the entire world for fucking up at its job. So I'm going to give it a zero on our scale tonight. Uh, I was drinking Urban Sombrero, a
0: Mexican-style lager from Storm Peak Brewing. Uh, At first, I was very disappointed. It felt like a Bud Light lime that didn't have very much lime. It ended up being a solid beer, and maybe that's because I bonged a mango IPA midway through it. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? I don't know. I would say if you're drinking an Urban Sombrero from Storm Peak Brewing – bong a mango ipa midway through and then this beer is fantastic like hands down a zero i don't know if i could give it a zero like let's give it like a 0. 0.5 how about that we'll give it a 0. 0.5 what about a one on the scale Nah, it's better than one Because you needed you need the
2: mango one. to offset it well
0: here's the other thing i had a whole crowler uh within a oh. two-hour show so i feel Wait. good but what uh, if you give it a... a I feel good. What if
1: you give it a one because maybe it got a BJ and it lied about getting the BJ, but it really didn't count as a one. You so know what? Like kind of a one, but not really a and one. And you know and what? You're right. One
0: like a six.
1: It's a, it's a, like, yes, a, it's a, a
0: one, six. but it's a one. It's a jealous one. Like, people are just like, damn, that's some bullshit, but... Props. Like that's a gangster, but props, one. yeah, but props, uh, no. yeah, 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 okay, not- all right, that's fair. I'll I'll keep it at a all one right, then, okay, where cool, I said cool, it cool, at. Cool, uh, cool. This has been uh, last call, brought to you by Beer Drop. I was going to do the job again, but then the <laughs> sign up
2: now. They're fantastic. Am I the only one who hears Urban yes. Sombrero and thinks that basically what you do is you take a sombrero, pour a beer in the lip of it, and then yep. you just throw it the only like one. Frisbee? That would
0: definitely mm-hmm. only be one. only you, man. You are, you are definitely the only one that thinks that when you hear Urban Sombrero. Cam,
1: let's make it unanimous. You think that?
2: Yes. Well, oh, no, no wonder why our show suffers for creative spirit. That's all.
0: Uh, guys, this has been fun. I'm glad that I actually got to talk to you guys tonight instead of just sitting here quietly in the background and like messing I'm up and like, pushing Drew back. I'm
1: glad that Drew got to air his grievances. Whew, Drew, yeah, are you good, man? Are you good? to the feel session. all right? It was a
3: therapy session tonight. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus bro.
1: Yeah, yeah man. A
2: dick. I'm
0: the Whew, well. anger. I guarantee you Hulu will never be a sponsor of our show now, uh, but you guys should totally check us right, out. because they'll they'll be out of business in like six months. General <laughs> just out. get
1: you a green shirt, put it on, and stay <laughs> away. You
0: can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Sports. Be sure to like us on Facebook, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, not just to our show, but to all of the podcasts on Belly Up Sports Network. Tons of amazing podcasts. They're continuing to add podcasts. There's lots of awesome stuff coming up with Belly Up Sports. So uh, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us anywhere. You have no idea how much that helps the show. As much as all the shares help, subscribing, rating, and especially reviewing help us out. So do that. Uh, help the show out. Uh, let's grow this audience. Let's fucking blow up, everybody. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. We will see you all next week. Cheers, everybody. Oh, by it's the way. Happy, birthday, Happy Scott birthday, Scott Kaiser!
1: Scott! Yeah, Woo! Scott! Scott! Woo!